Hey everybody, welcome to episode 7 of Bird Down the Sandcast. It's your boy Miko, aka Alex, aka the original Yifmeister. Uh, I got some people with me today. Today, we have the whole cast back. Cast and crew, as per usual, it's me, Mike, aka at Rick Rolls Royce on Twitter. And we also have with us... Hey, it's Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, aka Game at GameBun. And uh, I got shit done this week. I feel good about it. Proud of you. I'm, I'm Maggie, and I'm very mad Miko stole my joke I was gonna make, and now I'm done. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you knew, you knew that I was gonna do that, first of all. There's no way you couldn't have expected this. <laughs> I was gonna do it. You knew? I was gonna do it a great time, and it was gonna be great. Uh, okay, well. So what did you get done this week, Gamon? Ah. Talk about your week first. You know, I would say I got shit done, but really I didn't get anything done because I just spent the whole week doing homework. Oh, yeah? But I mean, I meant... I meant you didn't get anything, though. I don't know. I actually sat down to use my Netflix account for one. Like I, oh, cool. I've had it for months, but I never really used it. Only my dad did. Hmm, what did you watch on Netflix? We'll talk about that later. <laughs> well, I can just talk about the other thing. I, not not the, the new thing, but I can talk about the old thing. Okay. A friend of mine was actually watching Voltron recently. She so it's just like, hey. Oh, yeah, you mentioned you were going to watch this. Yeah, and I finally had a chance to watch it Monday. Well, I watched like most of episode one on Monday. Because I went to because I went to uh, an arcade on Monday to kill time. Mm. I like it. Mm-hmm. I want to watch more, but I, I need to find time to actually sit down and watch it. Do you remember literally anything about the original Voltron? Because I'm struggling. I never watched it. I think at the time, by the time it was relevant, it was already like way out of my league. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I watched it, like, when I was a kid, but it was still, like, way after the original airings. Mm-hmm. It was on TV, but yeah, I don't it was remember. On, it was on Cartoon Network for a while. Um, I think that's true. If it was, I probably missed it. I remember, like, uh, like Lion Cat and Thundercats was airing at the time. That's probably the only thing that survived for me from that era. Uh, but, yeah, as somebody who doesn't have any big nostalgia for it, because I can barely remember anything about it, I thought it would be interesting uh, if that series was good. It's fine for when I watched a little bit because um, I don't know. My friend of mine is like she's already like in, almost done with season two. Oh wow! Yeah, she's really liking it. I, I mentioned this before. Like when I went to when I went to Enemy Fest, like most of the artists gallery was like half of it was Voltron. It wasn't the freaking Husbandos. Yeah, you were telling us. Yeah. So like, so it's kind of your typical Super Sentai like. I mean, it's it's, it's a typical American anime. Because wasn't it, isn't okay. it done by the same team who did like Legend of Korra and uh, Last Airbender? Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I think it is. I think I'm not too sure. If that's true, that actually makes me more interested to watch it. I have to watch it, but yeah, because uh, I really like Avatar and Korra. So I I never watched neither of them. So this is this is me just going completely blind. Oh, you should fucking watch some. I've been wanting to watch Avatar and again. This this is from a friend's suggestion. The same friend, but she's been like, I've been wanting to. I just never had time to do. She's definitely right. Uh, original Avatar, I feel like, is kind of... Mm, it drags in certain parts, but, yo, the first, like, season or so of Korra is really good. First season, you say? Because I've heard a lot of bad things about the rest of the seasons. Uh, I've, it gets bad at, at the end of season two, I think. Like, all I remember from Korra is the ending, which is apparently just comes out of nowhere. I, I don't even know that I ever got to the ending, because it got really bad at the end of season two. Okay, then. But it's it's a good show. You should watch the first season, at least. I will, I will try. The animation in that show is great. Yeah. From what little bits of scenes, it looks really good. I mean, yeah, it's good. But yeah, cool. aside from, like, Netflix shit, I went to, I went to round one on Monday. It's, it's, Monday is the only nice. time I have shit to do nowadays. It sucks. 
Yeah, it's a weird day to have shit to do, mm-hmm. to be able to do things. Because so. I don't work on Mondays, and I don't have any homework on Monday, at least this, at least this session. <laughs> but yeah, I went there like, to kill like, time, because I just, I got nothing else to do. Because I wanted to also play some of the uh, games I didn't play last time I was there. So I bought um, I bought an EA amusement card, and uh, what do you call it, a banana card? Which is basically just one of those... It like, helps you keep, keep your records. Right, it's like, Japanese arcades have that sort of thing, right? Where it's like a... You know, you can put it into the certain arcade cabinets mm-hmm. and it'll... So the Union Music cards are mainly just for, like, uh, Konami's rhythm games and a couple others. Mm-hmm. So say you want to just, like, jam around, jam some, uh, I guess it was Guitar Freaks? You just sort of just mm-hmm. tap the card on the machine, it'll save your records, and you're good to go. Nice. And the Banana, pass- and the banana Passport is what it's called. It's a Namco card. It's uh, it's for a Maximum Tune 5. Gotcha. Which... I only played one round, because it's only the beginning, it's not much to do at the moment, it's just like basically a glorified tutorial. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try more. Oh, that's fun. Stick around in an arcade, play some rhythm games. Yeah, I'm also excited for the next five Avatar movies. <laughs> you get yeah. it? Because it's the wrong Avatar. Yeah, it's the same word, yeah, I get it. No, they made they made a they made a movie out of that one too, with the M. Night Shyamalan and the Ding Dong. It's true, we're not gonna get into that though. We're going to pretend that didn't happen. What did you do this week, Maggie? What I do? Uh, pretty much nothing. Okay. Nice. You I have did, something I in the show notes, so you did I, that. I know, I'm about to say it. You're, you're being very <laughs> rude, Mike, and not letting me say anything. <laughs> I, I did a little thinking about some D&D stuff that I planned uh, a while ago. Yeah, so just for reference... For reference, we've been playing Pathfinder on Sundays, and uh, Maggie uh, mentioned she, if if you want to be correct, and she wanted to, uh, she was like, well, either when this campaign is over, or maybe as a side thing, like when there's not as many people available, one day we can. I might want to run a campaign, which was what she mentioned, and I guess you thought we're thinking about that, right? Uh, yeah, I I, I started it uh, a while ago with my old group before I mm. found out someone was a terrible person and I don't <laughs> talk to them anymore. <laughs> mm. that's, that's how this ends a lot. I don't know if you've realized, but a lot of this shit ends like that. Ah, uh, fucking woke gamers, man. Yeah, man. I, I love just shouting random words while I play video games. And by <laughs> random, I mean terrible things. So random. Racism is so random. Am I right, you guys? Yeah. No, you're not right. (laughs) (laughs) So that was it, pretty much. I was just thinking about backstory and other dumb things to a dumb made-up world. Putting things down on paper, sort of like a... Yeah, pretty much. That's fun. More thinking than actually writing. I tried to write some down, but um, I don't know if you know this about me, but I never learned how to write properly. What, what does that even mean? I don't know how to <laughs> hold a pencil right. What, you have a computer? Yeah, but I wanted to write it down. Oh. Because I already started writing it down. I'm going to have to teach you how to use a pencil at AGDQ, huh? Uh, <laughs> someone does, because I legitimately never learned. Oh my god. I fucking That's... hold it awkward, and it just hurts my hand. 30 over 30, furry luminary Miko. What did you do this week? What's going on? Uh, so... Uh, it's funny you mentioned my age so vividly, is that there is a little bit of furry discourse online where they're like, people over 30 shouldn't be in the furry fandom, and I'm like, well, what, what does that fucking mean? That doesn't mean anything. Is this an extension of the, if you're over 30 and you still watch cartoons, 
girls won't like you. And... Well, so, okay, first of all, most furries are gay, so they don't care about that part. So, don't even worry about it. Well, what about the lesbian furries? Jeez. I, eh, don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, I lost my train of thought now. Uh, so yeah, and then everybody's all everybody who is anybody in the furry community, it's like, yo, I'm over thirty because fucking peak furry was two thousand two, my dude. Peak furry. Well, I, I mean, like they're probably uncomfortable calling people daddy when you might actually be a daddy. So you know, <laughs> they they want to keep it like you know not confusing. I have a solution to that, which is don't say that word to people. Yeah, just use papa instead. Oh, God. <laughs> papa. Thick elf papa. Please don't turn papa into a dirty thing. No, no, it's not papa, it's papa. I see somebody was listening to my bim bam earlier today. <laughs> nope, I came up with that one independently. You're welcome. Oh, really? You haven't heard the latest bim bam yet? Nope. Okay, well, it's in there. <laughs> when they're doing the audience questions, that's the response that they get. Papa, please. Papa, take my clothes off, Papa. <laughs> don't. I don't like this at all. Uh, also, um, I watched a, a series that we talked about last week. We'll get into that later. And yep. my grandmother may or may not be dying, so uh, that's Yeah, cool. I heard about that. Uh, does she live near you guys? She's in a nursing home about an hour from here. Okay. So, I'm going to see her tomorrow. That's a good choice. Yeah, and uh, this week... I had more tooth problems, and I'm getting a root canal on Monday, so that's fun. Aside from that, I watched a couple of things. We talked last week, or maybe it was the week before, I don't remember, about the Blade Runner anime. It was two weeks ago, because I was here. I actually remember this. Yeah. It was a short uh, made by Shinichiro Watanabe, I think is his name, who is the Cowboy Bebop director. And, yeah, so I was expecting, like, either, like, a movie length or a couple episodes worth or something out of this, right? Uh-huh. As far as I can tell, it is a one 15-minute long short. I feel like that's probably better for it. I'm not totally, su- I'm not super surprised by that, but also I was a little disappointed that it was that little content. Huh. It was pretty good, though. I mean... There's not, you know, since it's short, there's not a lot to it. Um, it's mostly just setting up a sort of uh, backstory for the current climate and world of the movie. So. Uh, which, which is 2049, right? Yeah. And Blade Runner, take the original Blade Runner takes place in 2017? Or no, 2019? Something like that. Anyway, this takes place in 2022, and uh, it's... Literally, I mean, spoilers, but literally everything about what this is about is in the title, which is that it's called Blackout, and it's, that's the subtitle, and it's basically just a couple of replicants go to wipe out all the records of replicants Hmm. in New Los Angeles and everywhere so that nobody knows who is a replicant and who is not. But they get really drunk instead, and then they wake up and they don't remember what happened. And it's Hangover, but in Blade Runner. Oh, oh shit. fuck, man. The Hangover 4. Why? Blade Runner. Ha- hangover 2022. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> also, Seth Rogen is there for no reason. Mm. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, let's just, let's just show up this movie more. 
the the main dude, or well, I guess he's I don't know. I guess he's the main dude, is named Iggy, I think, and it's a black dude. And at the end, he. So I don't know if you know this about replicants, but if you have ever actually seen Blade Runner, but they have a um, what do you call it? Uh, barcode thing, like a identifier, or whatever, on their eyeball, on their right eyeball. And at the end, they, again, spoilers, succeed in getting rid of all the records. And he rips his eye out, and then he puts a, a bandana on it. Or not bandana, what am I talking about? An eye patch on it. And he's basically Black Solid Snake, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. There's, like, one good action scene in it, but it was all right. Um, but I, but I, really quickly, I just want to mention. Mm-hmm. So there was that, and it was, I don't know, it was okay. But you can go watch it for yourself. It's really short. The thing that I actually watched this week is Star Trek Discovery, which is the new Star Trek TV show. And as somebody who has no nostalgia for old Star Trek TV shows, although I did watch a bunch of, uh, what is the one with um, Bald Boy? Uh, Next Generation. Next Generation. Thank you. Yeah, and I actually watched a bunch of Next Generation before. And uh, it's not paced like that at all, unsurprisingly. But it's actually pretty decent. Could have been worse. Hmm. Reminded me more of like a Deep Space Nine thing. I don't have much to say about that yet because uh, it's. I don't think there was. It wasn't that exciting to me yet, mm. but it was okay. I want to make a joke about the Orville, but I have not seen that show, so I can't say shit. <laughs> I intend to not ever watch that show because fuck Seth MacFarlane. I mean, basically, same. But like from everything I've heard, at least from the Vinny, it's actually not that bad for a Star Trek. It's not. It's not like just jokes and jokes. It actually takes itself seriously at times. It's just kind of fucked up. Well, but why not just watch the actual new Star Trek, though? Yeah, why not? That's the thing, do though. That. Well, we have that now, so this is this is back then. Whatever. They moved it to Thursday, so who know who knows how long it'll last? Uh, Thursdays, my favorite day. Okay. You wanna you wanna hit us with the fat news, Miko? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fattest of news is that uh, Twitter is doubling the amount of letters you can have in a tweet. And it's a little fucking ridiculous that they're doing this and not anything that anybody wants them to do. Yes, but now we can implement forum signatures and uh, our impending nuclear destruction is going to come twice as fast. And also you can fit twice as many song lyrics into a tweet. So, yes. So now when you say, oh, man, it's one of those days, I can respond with almost the entirety of break stuff. It's going to be fantastic. (laughs) Oh, and uh, uh. something we should mention there's been a lot of obviously dragging the shit out of twitter on twitter about this yes but but uh i think the best thing of all is that guess what this is client side if you have like tweet deck or something you can just do this you don't actually need to be a verified account to do it yeah speaking of that i did that Mm-hmm, me too. <laughs> yeah, so I, I literally just found a Firefox extension because uh, all the instructions around on the internet are for Chrome. Huh. And I'm like the last Firefox holdout because Firefox was making my computer lock up and I couldn't deal. So I just tested it like 10 minutes before we started and what do you know, it fucking works. So that's great. So they couldn't even implement this shitty thing that they came up with instead of what they should actually be doing correctly. <laughs> Yeah, I think the one tweet I made like that is pretty much all I have to say, mm. to uh, be honest. 
So I was, uh, I was talking with some people at work about this, and because we do database work, mm. our theory is that uh, at some point in 2008 or whenever Twitter started, somebody just set, uh, set the field length for that database column to be 140, and they're like, oh, no, we can't change it. Just... <laughs> Sorry. What, what do you mean? What do you, what do you mean alter table? That's not a thing that exists. You can't do that. <laughs> uh, Jack himself described it as, uh, back in the day, we thought of 140 as a, a, a I don't remember what the word he used was, but like a limit uh, because of SMS text messages being 160. And I, and like, this was part of the 280 announcement tweet. And I read that and I was like, so why isn't it 160? <laughs> that's a great question i don't know it's almost like the people who run twitter don't know what the fuck they're doing well yeah i could have told you that that's but twitter makes so much money right guys that's why it's still around unlike no. vine yeah look at all this money we have just a giant crater in the ground full of fire and death oh look at all this money we're making there's just yamchas at the bottom throwing Nazis into the pit to try and fix it. Just like, we can't fucking... <laughs> We're trying to fill the pit up with Nazis, but it just keeps getting deeper. I don't the understand. The Nazis, like, met a demon in there, and now they're friends with the demon. We don't know what the fuck's going on. We did some shit. We're sorry. Wait, we, we've got an idea. Let's dig the pit twice as wide. Listen, <laughs> Maybe that'll right. help. Listen, we found out how to fix the pit, alright? All your avatars are round now. We did it. We found it out. We fixed it. See, if they're circles, uh, they'll stack more evenly. It'll the confuse the Nazis, because they won't be able to corner you, because they're circles. <laughs> nice. Christ. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, in equally stupid news, or bad news, I guess, realistically, Agents of Mayhem is a video game that came out a while ago. If you haven't heard of it, I don't blame you, because I feel like it kind of had a stealth release. It feels like it. I... Yeah, at least a little bit, considering it was like the new Volition game, which you would expect to be yeah, sort of It didn't of a... really get uh, much of any actual marketing or anything. Yeah, can't imagine why. They, they just released it and were like, hey, we made Saints Row, buy this too, and they pretty much just assumed people would buy it because of that. Uh, well, I... Whether that was what they thought or not, I think the reason it got kind of stealth put out there is perhaps because it was received very poorly by everyone, and it seems like people don't really like the game very much. So, because it was received very poorly and reviewed very poorly, it didn't sell well, unsurprisingly. And unfortunately, this has led to layoffs at Volition, which, I mean... You know, I didn't really like Saints Row 4. I am sure I would not have liked this game, but that's upsetting because I... Volition is a cool studio. Oh, I, I could never blame them for Saints Row 4 because technically that was just supposed to be an expansion, but THQ was hemorrhaging money and they just wanted more money. Mm -hmm. So that's not really their fault, but... I mean, I like Saints Row 4, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this we can blame them for. Yes, you it's, can do that. Saints Row 4, I didn't, like, hate or anything. I just... Compared to three, it didn't do it for me, and then yeah, that's kind of how I feel with four. Like, I bought it on a sale. I didn't, really, I didn't really like the way it was going for. And after, even though I beat it, I still prefer like three more than four. Four was too much of a crackdown game. Four me. definitely felt like a game that was supposed to not be a full game. Mm -hmm. 
That's what it felt like to me. It felt like they stretched it a expansion to become a game. Uh, yeah, I'll say that the way that the progression works in 4, you pretty much become all-powerful within, like, no time at all. Yeah. So, it, it to me, it felt like one of those things where it could have been like, oh, your Saints Row 3 character gets these powers and then can fuck around and do all this stuff instead of, like, a whole entire game built around that. But, regardless, Saints Row 4 wasn't terrible, I don't think. And I don't even think Agents of Mayhem is necessarily terrible, it's just... Oh, it looks pretty bad, and I like Saints Row 4 a lot, so... Yeah, I've seen a lot of it. I've seen, like, quite a lot of footage of it and people playing it. It doesn't look... It's not like... It doesn't look... I wouldn't say it looks good, but... It doesn't look terrible. It doesn't it's look like, like a mess. It's devoid of the charm that the Saints Row series has that has people coming to Saints Row. Like, it's just... It feels dead. Mm, yeah. I like to say, just watching this footage also, I feel like it looks very, like, bland. Somehow. Like, even though you have all these characters with all these different, like, personalities and stuff, everything just was kind of flat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, there's no charm here. It's like, got no personality. I don't know how they did that when they've created Saints Row, the series that's all about personality. To me, it feels like very much of a corporate thing where it was like, we, hey, Overwatch is popular, and you guys make open world games, so make an over open world game with Overwatch-style characters. Ugh. And they were like, uh... And then the business end was like... Yeah, I think a very it. colorful, interesting character, I think Overwatch. Right. Ugh. So they, they they tried and whatever, they didn't succeed, but the point is, it's not like a... Comp the game isn't a total mess, it's just, it's just like, mediocre. Hmm. And unfortunately, it, as it turns out, in today's market, one mediocre game for a fairly big studio is a big problem, so... Mm-hmm. I think another problem with the game is um, they really leaned on Saints Row too much to the point where they added, like, two Saints Row characters. I mean, one of them was just DLC. And they didn't even look interesting in the game. I still don't get the appeal get. I mean, he was fine in two, and three, he got cut off pretty easy. That's the thing, though, is that that's their only franchise, right? Like, you can't, like, they're not going to add Red Faction characters to it, mm -hmm. so, like, what, you know... Just, like, know. make a new game. You don't have to paste the old characters from your old game series into your new game to make it you interesting. You say that, but they did. They tried to make a new game. I know. It didn't work well. That's, that's so. why, that's what it felt like to me. They were just like, hey, Johnny's back. Please buy the game. Uh, so, you know, hopefully those people will find jobs quick. Because mm -hmm. they did good work in the past, some of them, I'm sure, and... Yeah, I, I wonder what this will mean for Volition in the future, whether it's just going to be a bare-bones operation, I, or... I'll be fine if they make, like, smaller projects and they get to, like, when they get their foot back in the game. Does it have to be, like, fucking open-world games again? Yeah. Yeah, like, I think Saints Row in particular needs to take a break, because they've written the story in such a way where you can't go anywhere from there. So... It's not even just that, like, move away from... Like, I agree with you, move away from open-world games, do something different. For do, one game. Do, like, a racing game. Ooh. There needs to be some good racing games out there currently, and we need some more of those. Um, the driving in Saints Row has never been great. Yeah, but improve it, is what I'm saying, and make it good enough to race with. But, like, that's my point. Like, it's always been kind of, like, okay at best. And it feels like that's as good as they're gonna make it. And just in case you're wondering whether the internet is stupid or not, it is. One tweet about this at Jenny Slims, Jenny underscore Slims. 
Maybe if you made a new Saints Row instead of Agents of Mayhem, you'd still be employed. Hashtag Volition Jobs. But they keep doing they keep doing that. And that's really comforting and also very wrong. <laughs> now here's why that's dumb. It's because like this article says, under Deep Silver they released Gat Out of Hell too, and that also didn't do very well. <laughs> Alright, I had it I had it on PS plus. I have to play that sometime. Yeah, but Saints Row five, guys, it's coming, it'll be so great. No. <laughs> Uh, okay. Why don't you take this one, Gamelon? So, um, having been to this thing before, well, could at least try to compete. That didn't work out. So they, they put out a trailer earlier this week for the Nintendo World Championships that will be held next weekend. I didn't realize it was so soon until I saw this trailer. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was soon. You want to know how? Because why? Because I got an email telling me that I should line up in New York City for eight hours before the event begins, and I was like, fuck that, get out of here. <laughs> so the trailer announced, uh, so we have our 50, it's, I think it's 16 overall contestants, 8, 12 and up, and 8, 12 under, along with 8 uh, special guests they've invited. Which I Can I ask you a question? Yes. They're two different, like, divisions, right? Like, the the... Twelve and under kids don't ultimately play against the twelve and over. Kids, I think right? so because if that was the case, then the the way they have a separate to begin with would not exist. Right, that would be pointless because mm-hmm. then it would just be like, well, okay, now watch these eight year olds get stomped at the end. Let's put like <laughs> let's put this away. Like when I was at the thing, they had the uh, top scores for the Mario Kart races. For mm-hmm. The best one for twelve and under was like two minutes. Mm-hmm. So compare that to the one thirteen that was at my best buy for the other for twelve and older. So yeah. It has, to, it has to be separate. It can't be that. Okay, also, uh, the so the under-12 crowd, uh, the best time is from somebody named Gooperman. <laughs> so I just wanted to throw that out there, because it's very Yo, What enjoyable. up, my boy Gooperman? I can't wait for, at the Nintendo World Champions, for, for YouTube personality PewDiePie to get on stage and tell everybody about how mm-hmm. Mario oh, hates racial people. No, no, no. Let's not joke about that, man. We have, we have someone better. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Wyatt is the number one, and Gooperman is second. Sorry, correction. Oh, real fucked quick. Up. Hey, you're fucking me, Miko. Trying to push push your boy, mm-hmm. Gooperman. It's the guest list. Okay, here's the picture. Shit. I recognize no one from that list, aside from one person. Same. <laughs> there are a bunch of what I assume are gamers, perhaps streamers even. Mm-hmm. And then there is a wrestler from <laughs> wrestling. I am surprised they didn't pick Xavier Woods, considering he has a YouTube show, but Bailey is a good choice. And plays a lot of video games and stuff, yeah, but uh, instead they chose female wrestler Bailey B-A-Y-L-E-Y. Who at one point was considered to be the female John Cena, and then Vince took over. And her gimmick is that she, give her a hug, that's her gimmick. She's, she's, again, she's basically the female John Cena. Well, she could be. Nintendo proving they are a literal hug box. <laughs> <laughs> so on the trailer, the winners, I think, of the um, the people who got the, the, the top two at the Best Buy, has got two. I got a two DS XL with a new two DS with Samus Returns, right. which they envy will be one of the games they will competing against each other. Yeah. So the trailer is basically like we're giving all the contestants a new two DS to practice, and Samus Returns. Oops, did I say that? Whoa! So what I'm wondering is what the hell are they going to do with Sonic Returns? I'm confused. They're giving everyone the game or the winners get it? Everyone who is in the... 
some part of top eight is getting a 2ds and samus returns yes all right how do i sign up for this and get good at you video don't games uh, you don't it's already too late <laughs> there's always next there's always next i want to play with the children <laughs> please uh when it happens again I'll, I'll send you a text also be eight and under that'll probably help you hi i'm eight well they had uh they had qualifiers for 13 and over and Johnny Numbers, who won in 2015, is on that list. I'm over 13 years old. Too bad the qualifiers are actually hard anyway. Yep. Yeah. I haven't owned a Nintendo console in like 10 years. I'm sorry, I just have to say, somebody is fucking ripping some fat weed outside because I'm just getting a whiff straight through my window right now. Hell yeah. Somebody must have heard about Samus Returns and they were like, blaze it. That's a weird reaction to Metroid, but you know what? You is it you. a new Metroid game? I don't know. That seems like a pretty normal reaction. You'll to puff me. it for the Chozo. Puff Daddy Chozo. <laughs> Yo, you think the uh, Chozo suit has a, a vape thing built in? Yes, and the gravity suit. There are things on the shoulder pads. <laughs> They're like little vents. I love how excited you said that. <laughs> no, because I just noticed puff, Papa. Like I'm surprised they put that detail in for the gravity suit. It's just like here are these vents on her shoulder pads. Yeah, you gotta get the you gotta get the sick cotton out of there. That's what controls the gravity. She takes a hit, and then everything shifts. I mean, they had that. Oh. That's the thing, and that's a power up in that game. So, if I had to guess, this event is probably a race because that's basically all you can do anyway. You must kill the Omega Metroid in five minutes. Good luck. <laughs> Maybe for thirteen and over. <laughs> I want to see a twelve-year-old beat the Metroid. No, I don't. I don't want to watch children play try to kill a Metroid because I was already pretty bad at it, and I'm not a children. I don't want to watch children be better at video games than I'll ever be. So (laughs) I don't want to watch an eight year old be able to kick my ass in a video game. Speaking of things that are intended for eight year olds, ha ha ha! So Assassin's Creed Origins uh, is introducing a new mode in the game. It is not what is written in the show notes here, which is a no combat mode, because Ubisoft is admitting their fucking combat is garbage, and now you can turn it off. That's not what it is. Although, it is bad, I will actively (laughs) say. Uh, It's actually an educational mode, where you can learn more about... It's a separate thing from the game. I guess they also... I think I read it was DLC in the article. (laughs) Of course it is. Free free DLC that you download. Okay. Okay. Alright. But it it's a little educational mode that will teach you more about Egypt. For a second, I thought uh, I could fucking see Ubisoft doing that. They're like, hey, in this new mode, you can learn about stuff. By the way, give us money. Yeah, $15. <laughs> sure, you could go to a library for free. but So they're adding the no, no combat mode, and then this mode, you just walk around and you open textbooks, and it's like, in ancient Egypt... It's like, yeah, it's like you walk around and they go, they buried people in sarcophaguses, which are just coffins, but heavier. Here is where they cut people open alive and took their organs out and then mummified them. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually wondering how in detail it's going to be or if this is literally for children. This is but... where they buried people with their slaves alive. Um, I'll give them credit where credit is due in that this is kind of, they kind of, I feel like have been doing this through... Uh, like text logs and stuff. Yeah, and this, is, this is just that, anyway. but it's just like more upfront. This is what I'm assuming. 
But it's like, you know, if you actually care about that stuff, you can learn, I guess. I can't, I can't wait for it. Not a video. bad thing. I can't wait to hit a button a little video in the corner just pops up with a person just say, telling me the things. Like an old-fashioned PNP. This educational portion of the video game was made by a multi- multicultural, diverse cast and crew of... Um, mm. That thing that they write at the end of every game. Anyway, so the no combat mode is Ubisoft admitting that uh, Assassin's no. Creed has never been good. No, because it's not. No combat mode is not a thing. This is a separate. Is it from not the main a thing? Game. I thought it was a thing. No, no, it's totally separate from the main game. That's why I was saying this. All of this is totally incorrect in the show notes because it's totally separate. So there's no no combat mode. No, no. they didn't learn. All right. They're never going to... Why would they... That's the only part of the game that exists, Fuck it. aside from Look, climbing. Oh, you don't need to learn. You're gonna learn. Everybody loves to climb. That's fun. I love pressing circle over and over again. People need to murder people for loot. Sometimes you press square. No, you don't. You never press square. Not even once. Mm. Okay. I never played Ask Creek games, so I wouldn't know. Speaking of murdering people... God damn it. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? Yeah, Yoshi's a person, too. Yeah. This whole time, Mario's been a jerk, and we didn't know. Legalize Yoshi. Tell us more, Zemtosis. So, unfortunately, in uh, the dark world of Nintendo, uh, we've uncovered some very unsettling facts. And disturbing facts, thank you. Hold on, I'm having a moment. <laughs> it's just so much that right. the air is trying to escape me. It's very emotionally distressing. I understand. All yeah. right. So there, there's this there's this helpful uh, video loop. Uh, I believe GIF is what they're called, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. uh, it it, sh- <laughs> it shows uh, Mario quite clearly, goddamn, punching Yoshi right in the back <laughs> of the fucking eyeball. Really. And uh, it's been confirmed by the person who, uh, what is it, did the animation? Basically by the by the people who worked on the game and who designed Yoshi as a character in the first yeah, place. Yeah, they, they basically confirmed that Mario is definitely punching fucking Yoshi in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in Super Mario World, when you make Yoshi stick his tongue out, a lot of people for a long time sort of just assumed it was like Mario like pointing and then Yoshi like, you know, doing the thing. Nope, actually confirmed. He is just punching Yoshi in the back of the head, and then Yoshi in surprise is going, ah! Because no, he just he's got punching decked. him in the back of the head uh. so fucking hard, his head goes forward and his mouth flies open and his tongue just comes out. But his tongue goes so far! That means Mario's very, very strong, and I'm scared. <laughs> no, that means Mario's fucking a demented, animal-abusing fucking Italian man that thinks he's a plumber. Has has Luigi ever been in a game where he could ride Yoshi? Uh, yeah, Super Mario World. <laughs> <laughs> and and no, Super Mario World. What? Player what, two. What you... Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Oh my god. So Luigi is equally at fault then. Yes, Luigi does it too. I kind of wonder how the sprite is for Super Mario World GBA because Luigi has a completely different sprite for that game. I uh I, I think Luigi uh, is not at fault still. I think Mario like beats him in uh, secret too, and then makes him do bad things. That's why he's scared all the time. So he's like, if you don't punch Yoshi, I'll punch you. 
Oh. Uh, yeah, but more like I'll jump on you because that's Mario's thing, you know? Right, cr- crush him under his toes. Yoshi is just like a special, he really doesn't like Yoshi for some reason. Maybe a Yoshi ate their mom at some point, I don't know. Maybe there's like a dark past to this. Maybe, but I'll tell you what, I don't like Yoshi either, but you know, don't go around punching Yoshis in the back of the head. Uh, Yoshi up. is the only good Mario character, uh, uh, so don't punch Yoshi. I'm sorry, you... You pronounced Toad incorrectly. I don't know how you did that, but... Toad is definitely not the best Mario character at all. I'm sorry, you mispronounced Wario? Oh, yeah, you're right. No, my bad. But he's actually a Wario Land character. I... So... Let's not have this argument right now. Because <laughs> you see, at least we know Wario's terrible. We know he's not a good person. Is and he? He's, he knows it. He's open about it. I've never seen Wario punch Yoshi in the back of the head. That's all I'm saying. Wario has a damn <laughs> in Mario Kart. He's environmentally friendly. Yeah, so like Wario is a greedy fat man that rubs garlic all over his naked body at night or something. And uh, he doesn't beat Yoshi. Yeah, exactly. Look, man, Wario has kinks. He doesn't punch things, though. Well, he doesn't punch Yoshis. How come Mario keeps going around uh, hurting and killing reptiles? Or are Koopas ducks? I don't actually know. They're not ducks. They're definitely not Can ducks. Can we talk about the... Since we're on the subject, can we talk about the Yoshi sprite they shut off? With the Koopa mouth? Oh, no. But that's a nightmare. <laughs> oh, like the, the the original concept for Yoshi? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, just, it's the same body, but the head is just basically just a Koopa. Also, they were saying um, in the same interview that... So the original reason that they created Yoshi was because Miyamoto basically wanted Mario to be riding on a horse. So one, I want you to picture Mario punching a horse in the back of the head. And then, <laughs> and then two, uh, they said the original original concepts for Yoshi, like they you know they basically said well like make a dinosaur. So the original concepts were like a really fucked up looking crocodile, big lizard monster. Instead of, like, a nice, friendly dinosaur. <laughs> and then somebody looked at it and was basically like, Ah, this is not really fit with the Mario image. Like, maybe you could just suggest that. It had, like, blood all over its mouth and it, like, kept eating people. So Yoshi from the <laughs> Mario world, from the Mario movie, just in a game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Don't punch that Yoshi. You can have a bad time if you punch that Yoshi. <laughs> that Yoshi was literally just a raptor. Yeah. <laughs> which is my favorite thing. And Big Brother was a fat lady. That movie is something else. So while we're on the topic of powerful people abusing the less powerful, Atlas uh, recently filed a DMCA against a group of people who are working on a PlayStation 3 emulator. Now you might say, why would Atlas do that? What are they like? What? How does that relate to Atlas in any way? Well, the people who are making the PS3 emulator which is a group called RPCS. That's the name of the emulator, more than anything. Right, but the, it's the people who make that. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, they advertised... Persona 5. That, hey, it is functional now with Persona 5, so you can play Persona 5 in Excuse me, functional. They've been showing out the first couple of areas, but not the entire game. I think once you pass like, the second dungeon, the game falls to shit. Right, sure, but they're basically just saying, you know, we're working on it, and it, you know we're getting it to playable. It's, basic, it's basically what uh, Simu has been doing with Zelda, but this is for, for the PS, PlayStation 3 with Persona. 
Exactly. So, you know, they're just showing off their emulator or whatever, and they use that as an example. Because a lot of people want to play that game because it's a PlayStation exclusive and a lot of people don't own PlayStations. So, uh, Atlas caught wind of this. And I'd like to point out, though, it is kind of weird, I thought, that there is an emulator group on Patreon. I thought that was a little strange so, because... emulators are fine. It's actually trying to well, advertise... Technically. No, they are. Because Simbo is okay. Yeah, emulators are not illegal. Mm -hmm. It's when you advertise the games with it, then because the problem. Sure. So, again, technically, you're right. They are fine. But also, the only purpose that people use emulators for is to play illegally obtained ROMs. So Right, but that's why it's one of those magical gray areas where technically yeah. it's perfectly legal to make and have an emulator, but you can't use it. it so, yeah, I just thought it was interesting that there's... that even though it's this weird gray area, they have a Patreon that ha A, wasn't like denied in the first place, and B, even after Atlas filing this DMCA against them and against Patreon mm -hmm. for having them on the service, still hasn't been taken down. Their Patreon's still So up. Patreon apparently was with them for this? Well, sure, because ultimately the thing, the thing that they're sending or that they're quote-unquote selling or whatever, the thing that they're advertising on Patreon isn't, hey, here's Persona 5 again. It's, hey, here's an emulator that's capable of right. playing a game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That legal gray area is always fun. Yeah, they basically responded, the group, with, well, we hope Atlas is in open communications with us because we're pretty confident nothing we're doing is illegal. And in the meantime, they took down the content that was advertising Persona 5. The problem with mm -hmm. this is um, uh -huh. if they do want to take it to court, which they probably won't, uh, that'll right. set a precedent in a thing where it doesn't have one. Oh, this will never make it to court. Don't be. I don't oh, I know so. because nobody wants to be the one to fuck it up. Mm -hmm. So nobody's probably going to do it, but eventually it is going to happen where it has I to. I mean, go to even court. if they try, they'll just settle out of court. It's not going to get that far. This is definitely a trend though lately with Atlas. They seem to be really pissy about Persona 5. They had the whole debacle before or sort of like right after the game came out. Like you can't stream wait, you can't stream the game after a certain date. Which, yep. which they probably, like, they figured, like, it's just some arbitrary date, whatever. Maybe it's nothing. But, like... They were just like, yeah, don't stream it for, what was it, like, six months or something, basically? Mm -hmm. uh, or, or no, you can, but you can only stream it up to a certain point in the game, and blah. And it was like, well, you're not, like... <laughs> like when you're saying, like, this, Major Bacon just spoiling, like, there's a certain event that will happen at this point in the game. Like, thanks, right. shitheads. But uh, I, I could have swore, I'm not sure if I actually this actually happened or not, but I could have swore they, they did a follow-up to this, saying mm. they are interested in porting, like, a Persona to PC. Maybe they should just do that instead of... Well, here's the thing, though, like, since they're with Sega now, they can just go with Sega to Europe and just do the work, they can do the work for yep. them. Yeah, so Sega Europe is basically just the PC, uh, the PC porting team. And they've been doing a good job, mm -hmm. so there's no reason they couldn't do that. Like, if they're really scared of this shit, Let's just open Port Persona 4 Gold and see how that does. And if it does well, then there you go. It will do really good, probably, even though everyone who's played that game probably... They will buy it again. ...has already played it. If you've seen Persona fans. I would prefer P5. I know you would, but, like, if they really want to, like, test the waters for a Persona, they can just do that. How about, how about you test the waters with the new one that everyone wants to play on PC, though? Which is, again, a good idea, but depends on whether they actually bother with the effort. We'll see. It would be just as much effort to port a Vita game. True. That is also true. Okay. 
Speaking of video games. Speaking of video games that I guess I want to play, actually, that's not even true. I don't really care that much, but... <laughs> Go ahead. Video Fuegos. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 has a trailer out. A new one. Yeah. It has more than just a picture on the internet that <laughs> says Red Dead Redemption 2 <laughs> exists. Yep. Now it has a one-minute trailer, right? <laughs> so About like a minute and a half? It looks really good. Yeah. Is it in-game, or is it just like a glorified cutscene? Okay, it, so... It looked entirely like cutscenes to me. That's a great question, because I feel like almost everybody who's been analyzing this trailer online since it came out is talking about all the stuff in the trailer, like uh, where he's up on a hill with a bow and arrow shooting down at a thing, uh, as though this is these are gameplay things that might happen. When in reality, this, as far as I can tell, this whole trailer is just cutscenes. Mm. So I, yeah. Um, but it does introduce us to the new main character, even though I don't remember it saying his name. I th- really, I think it did. I don't think it did. Or maybe like a, a certain version. They mention names of other people. Like there's a guy whose name is Duke or something. Oh uh, no! At the end of the trailer, they say Dutch, which is why I'm pretty sure it's a prequel. Because, hey, Dutch is from the other one. Well, they said they said but it he's was not cool. Dutch. He's not Dutch. He says... No, no, at, at like the very end of the trailer, he just looks at Dutch and says something like about Dutch. And that, there you go. It's he a, says, it's pass a the Dutchie game. on the left-hand side. No. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, hey, pass that Dutch. And then he takes a big puff and he goes, Red Dead 2, blaze it. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, so it seems like the new concept for this game, for the, the characters in the story, is like you're basically an outlaw, and you're a group of outlaws on the run, and the main character seems like a real dick. Yeah, it, it's just following uh, the gang before it's split up, I guess. I don't yes, know that's, if Marston that's is going to be in it. Yeah, I don't. I haven't seen anything about John Marston. But... Maybe they're going to like find yeah. him at some point, and it's going to be that kind of prequel. You're saying all this shit about Red Dead's story, and, like, it's pretty cool, because I don't remember any of it. So, <laughs> you're like, the gang, you're saying, like, the gang before they split up, and I'm like, oh, you mean Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Cool. What do you mean? The main point <laughs> of Red Dead Redemption is to go around and kill his old gang. That is the literal point of the that's, game. Yeah, that's literally the whole plot I know, but it's been, like, fucking five years since I played that game. And I, I mean, yeah, man, but I can remember that. They set it up in the I first don't. 15 minutes of the game. I, don't I know also how hope this it. game has more accidental Sasquatch genocide. <laughs> Hell yeah! I spent 90% of my Red Dead playtime uh, tying people up and then throwing them on train tracks and then laughing. <laughs> so I, uh, I was putting carriages on the train tracks and then shit would go crazy. Oh, yeah, that's pretty yeah. good too. So, I I bought Red Dead a couple, like, I got my PS3, but I haven't yet to get very far into it at all. Should do that. Okay. You know those ladies who, you know how there's like, uh, there'll be like a lady out in the wilderness in Red Dead, and she's like, oh, help me, help me. And you run over and she knocks you off your horse or whatever, and some guy steals it, and they and she runs away with them. Mm-hmm. I would go and find those ladies and tie them up and then throw them on the train tracks. That was basically what I did in Red Dead. Okay, great. I don't know. I actually kind of don't give a shit about Red Dead at all, but uh, if it if they would show me some gameplay, maybe I could have a reason to care. I uh, I actually like the Undead Nightmare thing a little more than the main game. I never played that because it was it it was like fittingly not serious, but 
they they did a decent job with it overall. It was just like zombies and you can shoot them. Yeah, it's just zombies. It's like an alternate ending to the main game, pretty much. Hmm. Which which was neat. Uh, and finally in news, I will just quickly mention, there is a really good film. It's called Kimi no Nawa, a.k.a. Your Name. If you haven't seen it, uh, I'm not going to say that you can torrent the HD version on the internet now, finally, after eight months of it being out. But mm-hmm. you could find out whether you or not you could do that via Google. And you could, <laughs> <laughs> and you could watch it theoretically, and uh, it's really, really good. It's a great film. Uh, it is not much of an action film. It's not really like a... It's not what I would call a Hollywood film, which is why it's kind of weird that, once again, Hollywood is like, hey man, Ghost in the Shell did so fucking well, right? Let's pick up another anime and turn it into, and turn it into a movie, and this time we'll get J.J. Abrams to do it. That'll fix it, right? That'll <laughs> So everyone's so happy we're taking all these animes and just changing everyone to be white people. Everyone's just so happy. Yeah, people were really happy when we did that with uh every other thing we did. Dragon Ball Evolution and uh Hell yeah, I love that movie. Sick. Goku loves to weed. He, he loves to get healed with the Kamehameha, which is a little ridiculous, but you know, weed. And Avatar, and wow, it turns out I can just keep going on and on, huh? Because there's so many of these. Right. Because it keeps fucking happening. And, uh, I mean, yeah, this is going to suck and be terrible, but I will say that the best part about this getting announced is uh, Japanese Twitter making fun of Hollywood really hard is super funny, and also (laughs) a really great picture uh, of Goku putting his hand on the shoulder of the protagonist of Your Name. Like, oh man, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> oh like, my God. With, Pic- with Piccolo in the background, like, it's really fucking... prepare yourself, it's gonna be rough. Oh, I saw that, and I uh, literally didn't understand it at all, because anime is a strange thing that I don't get. So that's Goku, and he's from the Dragon Ball Z. Oh, I know about Goku. That's <laughs> one of the few animes I can t- know about. And then Piccolo is there, He's he's also from Dragon Ball Z. Was Piccolo in Dragon Ball? Yes, he was a villain, but he looked nothing like Piccolo. Oh my I, god. I remember with with the animes where there was Goku and the power levels, and I think Piccolo ripped his arm off at one point. I don't know. Maggie. Y- yeah, bitch? What you been playing? Uh, Same thing as last time. Yeah? I've been playing more di- Divinity. And you're enjoying yourself? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fun game. It's probably the most fun I've had in an RPG since Dragon Age. So this game recently got a 10 out of 10 on some review site. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I can say arbitrary numbers too, man. Well, my point is that people seem to really like this game. Well, they should, because it's good. Uh, throw me a bone. What was an adventure you went on? Uh, well, you start out on the island of Fort Joy. Mm-hmm. And you are a sorcerer, so you got the collar on. You start out shipwrecked, correct? Uh, yeah, a squid demon thing b- breaks the slave boat you're on, or whatever. And and then you wash up on Fort Joy, and you got to get off Fort Joy with your friends or by yourself. I don't know why you'd ever fucking play with just your character. That seems <laughs> really boring, but you can. And there's like perks and stuff you could take to make it better. 
Right. But I don't know why you would. Uh, so I got I got my party. I got um, what the hell? I got the Red Prince and uh, the 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 what the fuck is his name? Yeah, but who is the Red Prince? Like crossbow like... man. Red Prince is a lizard man, who's kind of a dick. <laughs> That's pretty much his character. He's also red. You're and not then, wrong. and then the other guy uh, with the crossbow that I make sexual jokes to and make him uncomfortable. I don't know who that is, but he sounds cool. Because I'm a dwarf, and it's funny. And then I got the uh, the dwarf pirate man because, of course, I'm gonna pick the dwarf man. Sure. And uh, so far, we've gotten off the island. I won't oh, yeah. say you know much about what we're doing because you know. I don't want to ruin the, the fun of adventure. But, but I, I will say I kind of regret taking Dickhead Lizard Man along instead of the um, Magic Lady. He's too much of a jerk for your taste? Uh, Not even that. It's just I feel like for how I'm going, he doesn't really fit as well mm. as Loesch would have. But whatever. We're here. We we've come we've come twenty hours into the game. There's no going back. It's far enough. You're locked in. You can't get out now. So basically, we got off the island with a magic ship that talks to me, and oh, we went yeah, to hell. Nice. And then we got out of hell with the ship. And Thomas now, the tank engine. Now we're on the mainland finally, and I haven't really done much anything. Get on the boat. Sounds like fun. Uh, game bun. Alright, so I wasn't here last week. I actually, I finished Metroid. I heard you did. Metroid's really fucking good. I ain't back in 100% the game. So I got everything. Oh, holy shit. Alright. So. That's intense. Mm, so, took about like, less than 10 hours in-game. In so, I'm happy about that. Because you're like half, That's... it's like half the stuff in that game is blocked up until you get to like the last thing in the game. So, I actually want to talk about something here really quick with Metroid. Yeah. In the new Metroid. They basically tell you where secrets are on the map. Uh huh. Like just always. Not always. I mean, you have to actually press the button, but yeah. Uh, which is new for Metroid. And uh, I, I guess I would have been surprised that it only took you ten hours to just sort of find everything and do whatever. But considering that, it makes sense. Let's put it this way: by half the stuff in that game, there were a couple of things I couldn't find because, like, even with the scan visor, it was so out of the way. And I just, mm. I just said, fuck it, I just a guide. It's just like, okay, so this is over here, I'll walk over here, see where it is. So even with, even with the scan advisor, I still have to look up shit online. Yeah, yeah which is bad. The, saying where the secrets are always is probably a good thing, because that was kind of a problem with the older ones, where you just have to wander around like an asshole. You just wander around and just bomb, might more ball bomb every uh. wall. Yeah, I'm not convinced, though, that I like it, because I think there's a certain, uh, Feelings. you get something out of being able to, like, discover well, something. See, here's the thing, though. Own. The thing they make up for with the Aeon stuff, so they had the powers are behind puzzles, so you have to sort of, sort of right. figure out, like, okay, how do I get this thing? So even if, even if you know where it is, the fact that you actually getting the power up is a different story. I don't think it was a terrible decision. I just thought it was an interesting one. Also, something I didn't realize after I beat the game, they added a new mechanic that I didn't realize mm. to the very end. What's that? So, you know how there are certain areas there are spikes just like up and down, like on top of the ceiling and the floor? And, the thing that, mm -hmm. and it's about like a more ball-sized hole in the middle? Oh, no. I haven't gotten to that point yet. Okay, so that's, that's more further in the game. But basically, when you, when you get the power bomb, you have, you have an ability where if you if you 
if you spider a ball, a wall, and you drop a power bomb, it will just fling you across the room at high speed. Oh, whoa, that's crazy. And it's basically the equivalent of just doing the shine spark without having to get right. the shine spark. That's cool. So I didn't realize that until after I beat the game, because they never tell you about this anywhere. Sure, because you probably only need it to get secret items and stuff. Exactly. Right? So, like, they put this mechanic in just for items, and you just have to figure out, okay, what the hell do I do? Because you can't, so those spike things, you can't get through them, you can't get through them any other way. They're pretty much invincible. So, I had to just look it up, and then, oh, that's neat. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. So I did it. And I wonder if that would be applicable in, like, a boss fight ever. Mm, we'll see. Also, like, I didn't realize, I keep thinking the spider ball is a thing, so, spoiler, when you fight the Queen Metroid, she does an attack where she'll just blow you into a fireball. Mm. You're supposed to not just run away from it, you're supposed to just spider ball. spider ball. Yeah. Right. You just stick to the wall. So, like, fuck, I didn't realize that. I just... So you just kept getting owned in that fight, not realizing you could do that. I mean, I got fucking lucky with that fight, though, because... Because the idea is you want to go inside her belly like in the original Metroid 2 and just like powerball. Uh-oh. You have to go in there and just, oh, we're not going fucking there. And you're supposed to do the... I thought we were going to avoid this. I can't help. It's, it's a game <laughs> mechanic. What the fuck am I supposed to say? So you go in there, you, you, you powerbomb the inside of her guts. <laughs> well, how else am I going to explain it? Basically... Powerbomb me, daddy. <laughs> Christ. I meant to say papa, but daddy just came out naturally. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can you please <laughs> stop? Okay, so basically, I got lucky and survived with like five hit points in that fight. Nice. So I felt good about that. Uh, so you played, you finished up in 100 percent at Metroid, mm-hmm. and you also I have a SNES Classic. I picked it up yesterday in the afternoon. Got home, hooked it up. You, you used your dark arts to collect the SNES cla- <laughs> Classic from the Nether Void. Yeah, the dark arts are going to a game store. I'm pre-ordering it. I think Cthulhu <laughs> just took you over for a minute. Talk yeah, that was actually hearts. Reggie possessing my body right there. Oh no, Reggie's Cthulhu <laughs> all along. So your body's not Reggie. Uh, not yet, but it's getting there. Oh god. <laughs> so yeah, hooked it up. The Reggie head coming out of his stomach. Oh. Mm-mm. That's horrifying. Again, we're trying to avoid the word. This podcast. So let's just... <laughs> anyway, so I got it. So you hooked it's, it up. It's really tiny. I didn't, I, I don't. I don't. I don't have. A, I, don't, I never owned a NES Classic. I've seen it in person. I could. Mm. I could have bought it. Like, eh. But I think it's tiny. I have my wallet on top of it right now. It's almost as big as my wallet. It's like as big as your hand if you stretch your hand out, basically. Yeah. The controllers are nice. Did they uh, fix how short the fucking controller cord was? It's a little bit longer, but not by much. Of course, it's a little bit longer. I, they're, I would say they're of comparable length to an original SNES cord. They're doable. They're yeah. not, it's not perfect, but it's doable. You can buy... A- it's way, It's better than the NES Classic, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure you could probably just plug this into a NES Classic, and it works just fine. Anyway. So did you play the uh, secret special... Star Fox game? You have to be Star Fox Stage 1, which I haven't done yet. I've been playing Yoshi's Island, because they've never they never released the SNES version out of Yoshi's Island. Hmm. It's always been the GBA version, because I guess the bullshit was Super FX 2. Oh, yeah. And this is the first time officially they have released that version out. I didn't even think about that. I thought Star Fox 2 was the only new thing on there, but I guess technically that's also new, huh? Mm-hmm. So... Yoshi's Island is a, a nice-looking and sounding game. Yes. Is it fun? Oh, yeah. It's, funny. it's, I mean, it's, it's full fun. of Yoshis that are happy. Not getting punched in the head. <laughs> yeah. 
they're actually saving Mario so he can punch them all in the head <laughs> later. It's it's kind of if fucked up, really. Really puts that game into context in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little bit. That's fucked up. So I played that, I played that a little bit of Street uh, Hype Super Street Fighter Two because I just want to see if I can mm. I can I can't do Hadoukens with this D pad. I don't know why. Not Hadoukens, but Shurikens. Uh, well, suffer because I learned how to do hands on that pad. I mean, I can I do I can do I, mean, I can do it fine on the other like the the eight Bindo Super Nintendo controller I have, but this one's kind of mm. this one takes probably some time. But that's pretty much it for now for that thing. But I didn't realize mm. so they have a replay feature on this NES. Where if you like you fuck up, you can just go back and rewind a little bit and then go catch up. You don't have to just do a safe state. Yeah, just just like my buddy Z Snaps. Yeah. Like I was about to say, if we're like talking about emulators, yeah, he an emulator style feature of rewinding. I saw so something else I realized just before the podcast started. So if you leave the SNES you leave your SNES alone for a little bit, the background would change to Mario World and Mario would just sort of just like jump out of the background. To I guess one of the safe slots, oh. do a spin jump on it. He'll punch you in the back of the head. He'll, he'll and then <laughs> steal. <laughs> he'll punch your safe. He'll punch your safe slot, and it'll do a replay of what you just played a little while ago. Weird. That's just a like, little demo. So the demo is you playing the game. That's very strange. Yeah. So like I, I just did a few rounds of Street Fighter Two beforehand. Let's sit for a while. Mm. So Mario just punched the Street Fighter Two cart, and it did a replay of <laughs> me getting bodied by Rio AI. So Mario punched Ryu in the back of the head, and then it said, "You win." Yes. Nice. So that's that's a neat feature, just like custom demos. If you do the game off for too long. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it, it seems all right. If I if it was cheaper and available, I would get one. So people have been saying this thing is like more available than the you know the NES Classic. Like my, mm-hmm. only around here, my GameStop only had twenty four like to sell on its own, not doing pre orders. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many they had pre-ordered because, mm, but twenty-four they did have. They sold out within ten minutes. Yeah, I people have been saying it's more available, but I've also heard once again, if you didn't pre-order, you won't get one. <laughs> it's almost yeah. like Nintendo loves to just make artificial scarcity for literally no reason, and I don't understand it. It's because they're bad at they're bad at economy. Mm-hmm. Generally, yeah, but don't uh, just wait. No, no, poly, no more volley pop up over time. Don't pay because for some reason their board of directors wants to have everything sell out instead of sell enough. I mean, that's that's what generates hype for the damn thing. I mean, you you Not could really. also just like go on eBay and buy one for like five hundred dollars. No, right? please, love God, don't do that. So that's the thing is, you say there's going to be more, but like they discontinued the NES Classic pretty quickly. They're gonna, so because they use the same chips, they're, they're going to make more NES Classics next year. They've already confirmed yeah, that. somebody somebody did like a breakdown, like a teardown, I guess is the term, where they ripped it apart and said it was identical inside mm-hmm. to the NES Classic. Yeah. Okay, cool, but I want a SNES Classic, so hopefully I can eventually get one. I got a I got a SNES Classic right here. It's uh it's a little yellow and it says it was manufactured <laughs> in 1992, but it's here. I have it in my hand. Mine got washed o- mine got washed away in Hurricane Sandy, so Aww. fuck you. That's, oh, that's I actually uh, I actually have a, a NES Classic too. It's um it's kind of big, it's black and uh it's, it's got a, like a fan in it and um you know, all that good stuff got some ports on it. Oh, it's we yeah. Talking about yeah, the Ouya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Ouya. That's Whoa. the first time somebody has said the word Ouya in about five years. So you know what? That's actually probably a better use case for the Ouya than actually what it was intended for, is playing Super <laughs> Nintendo games. 
if it wasn't for the fact that you would have to use a shitty Ouya controller to play the game, <laughs> yeah, so I would agree yeah, with yeah. you. Anyway. But yeah, my according, at least from Uncle Reggie, just wait and you'll, you'll have more in stock. Do not pay more than 80 bucks for it. Okay. Listen to your Uncle Reggie. I won't. I don't even want to pay that much for it, so I definitely won't. My Uncle Reggie doesn't give a fuck about what I do. Alright, let's be honest. Uh, I'm possessed by Uncle Reggie, so let me tell you about what I've been playing this week. It's not Nintendo games. Uh-oh. Oh. This fucker doesn't have a Switch. He's trying to escape. Uh, <laughs> I've been playing a lot of a game that came out on Steam, and its name is Heat Signature. It sounds, uh, sounds pretty hot. It <laughs> is. Fucking said Thanks. it a little too quick. Yeah, get fucked. <laughs> I think I've heard of this somewhere, but I don't remember where. You probably saw stuff about it on Twitter, because everyone was tweeting about it. It's a game made by the people who made Gunpoint. If you don't remember what that game is, it's a game where you're a little dude in a trench coat, and you jump in through windows at people, and, and you hit them in the head. Oh, shit, it's that guy. <laughs> you yeah. hit him in the head like Mario. <laughs> Just like Mario. So this game is basically you're Mario, and you're in space, and... Uh, you're a space pirate, and you go around to different space... You take missions and go around to different spaceships, and you uh, punch people, or sometimes you don't punch people, but usually you punch people in the back of the head with different items and sometimes guns. <laughs> then we punch <laughs> you with the gun. Yeah, in the back of the head, or, or a sword. There's a lot of things you can punch them with. Um, and... Y- use cool teleporters and all sorts of items and stuff to accomplish mission objectives and then you come back to your base and you do it again and you keep doing it. It's kind of like Hotline Miami uh, in that it's like a top-down style thing and each mission takes place within a ship so it's sort of the self-contained level. And yeah, it's like really fun. If you like Hotline Miami, to me... This is kind of like if Hotline Miami had less of a focus on story progression and more of a focus on, like, a character and item progression. Oh, okay. Weird. Okay. So, like, because, you know, you'll you'll start the game, right, and it'll give you... I mean, you go through a tutorial or whatever, but then you get into this, your home base, and basically you can pick from one of four space pirates, and they all have different starting items, and... Uh, you, as you progress through stuff, you get something called liberation points, which basically, uh, when you start the game and you're on the title screen, you'll see a big star map, right? And it's actually randomly generated. Everybody else, everybody's is different. And you can even restart the game and create a new star map if you want at any time. But, um, you get a big star map and you're this one little base to start out with. And as you gain liberation points, you eventually get enough to liberate a sector, which is like a star or like an area. And you can ultimately liberate whole sections and that gives you access to more places that you can, you know, home bases that you can go from and do missions at and whatever. And yeah, like in the missions, like you sort of go into a ship, you feel like you have to like uh, dock your ship to theirs is part of it. So like you have to actually like manually control your spaceship up to their spaceship and, like, find, like, a, the place where you can dock it and, like, kind of slam your ship into it and dock it. And then you go around the spaceship either killing or not killing people, depending on what the mission asks. Actually, if you want to, though, you can just kill people every time or not kill people every time. 
and complete the objective and then come back and get shit. And yeah, you get new guns, you get, there's like this whole system of teleporters in that game where they don't want to just give you a teleporter that like does everything. You know what I mean? Cause that would be too strong. Like if you just had an item that just teleported you to a spot anytime you wanted and you could keep using it. So instead there's all these limited use items where it's like, Oh, here's a teleporter that it'll, there's one where it'll swap you with a guy somewhere and like you'll switch places with them there's one that will teleport you to a place for two seconds and then instantly teleport you back there's one that will uh uh it'll teleport you to any space in an area that is not like blocked off that's within range so like if there's a door in the way you can't go through the door but it'll teleport you all the way through a number of rooms as long as there isn't a door blocking them you can do really fun stuff in that game you can there's an item called the concussion hammer, and you can hit guys in the back of the head like Yoshi. Like Yoshi, but so let me ask you a question: What's one thing you probably should not have a lot of on a spaceship? Guns, windows, uh, jars oh. of cum. Oh yeah, probably probably windows. Uh, yeah. So guess what? Guess what happens if you like open a window into space <laughs> when you're in space? Uh, I think I've seen enough movies to know that that's a bad idea. Yeah, so you could do that. <laughs> and it's oh no it's pretty dope you can do stuff where like like there's one mission where i had the teleporter that teleports you somewhere and then teleports you back mm-hmm. i teleported into a room uh, and which had four guys in it i four guys in it and one of them i needed to assassinate uh-huh. so i teleported into the room uh shot out the window of the room they were in got sucked out into space with them but then got teleported back to where i was before i started running out of oxygen so wait so it's so when you break the window, you get sucked in. It's instant, right? Or is it like a little delay? Oh, yeah. It's, it, no, it's like, you're out oh. as soon as you break the window. And uh, actually, that's a good one. Like, uh, So after you do your complete your mission objective, right, and you want to escape, right, uh-huh. you can, like, trigger alerts and stuff. So there was one mission where I had uh, I completed my objective, but then I triggered an alert. And so all these guards were coming after me, right? And... When you're out in space, you start to lose oxygen, but you can remote control your spaceship and have it come pick literally physically like scoop your body up as you're hurtling through space Ooh, and, then, sh- and like bring you back to wherever. So I was like, oh, fuck, I am not going to make it to my spaceship. And these guys are all coming and they're probably going to fucking kill me. So I ran over to a room, room with a window and shot the window out and sucked myself out into space and then picked myself up with my spaceship. That's really, that's really fucking cool. Nice. And dipped. It's really fun and really cool. Uh, it's pretty cheap. I think it was 20, maybe 15? It's short of 20. It is 15, because I opened up uh, the Steam page when you started talking about it. Oh, yeah. And it's worth. It's definitely worth checking out. If you like Hotline Miami, but you wanted something with a little more uh, gameplay meat on the bones, there, again, like, story-wise, it seems pretty light so far. There's There's some... NPCs you can kind of talk to in the home base who have some story stuff about them, but it's less about that and more about the sort of isolated gameplay experiences mm. and progression. So that, I've been playing a bunch of that. It was really fun. And really quickly, uh, an update on last week, I played some Marvel vs. Capcom online. I played it with Game Bun. Did okay. I mean, it's like the first time, first time we did a match was a problem with the stream, and it worked fine for like three or four matches. Yeah. So he lives in Texas, and his internet is pretty bad sometimes. So oh, yeah. I, I can't speak a hundred percent to the quality of the net code feel, based on that. I feel like you should probably fight pins, but as long as you guys are so close to each other, it probably won't really matter. 
Sure. Well, it matters when I play Street Fighter Five and it still lags like garbage. Then yeah, so. then play with pens and see if it works any better. But suffice to say, we played a good amount of matches. We played like ten matches total, and it mostly worked fine. Mm-hmm. So it seems like the netcode is at least passable, which is better than Street Fighter Five, where we literally can't play more than one match without it getting terrible. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, I never noticed it, but he always has the problem on his end, which is still a bad thing. Yeah, and like a big problem, mm-hmm. like a problem that I have literally videotaped and shown to Game Bun to show him how bad it is, and then he's been like, "Oh fuck!" We, we, we don't know why it does this, but we, like at least with Marvel, it worked fine. We don't know why he kind of freaked out the very last match, but aside from that, everything else worked worked dandy. He did combos; it worked almost the whole time. It was playing pretty damn well. Mm-hmm. Did you uh did you do that combo I saw with Spider Man where it's the worst thing I've seen in a fighting game? No, but it's that that is a really funny. People have been finding all sorts of stupid combos, and just really quickly, the one that uh, Maggie's referencing is there's a combo where you do like a regular, you know, ABC series into a launch into a thing uh-huh. with Ultron, right? And it it throws whatever the person is down, and then you tag into Spider Man, mm-hmm. and you shoot a web ball at them. Uh-huh. Web ball is a move that captures your opponent. It keeps him like frozen for a while. It keeps him frozen in a web for a while. Mm-hmm. So you do that, they get caught. Then you use a reality stone, which is one of the infinity st- gems or whatever you can use. It's the rock, which just shoots out a really slow moving projectile, mm-hmm. and it you let the projectile approach them, and as it does, you shoot another web ball. Oh, the the projectile, the reality stone knocks them out of it. And they instantly get comboed back in by the second web ball. And you can do this, like, repeating, like, t- over ten times. And so, and basically, really you stupid. get to hear Spider-Man just shout, Web Blast! Reality Stone! Web Blast! Reality that Stone! That isn't any different than how it was back in the day, because he always sees always shot at Web Ball in every game. It's, it's Web Ball. But, yeah, yeah it's... Boy, oh, it's... I'm sorry, I fucking don't know <laughs> Marvel. Are we, getting, are we reaching the point where... There was a thing in Marvel 3 where I think it was Thor where if you did a certain move, the game would just sort of just like soft lock. But you can also do like Thor's taunt in the meantime. Like your opponent would be frozen, but you could just do like Thor's mighty speech over and over. And they can't do it. Yeah, no. They were stuck in that and until they just rage quit or time ran out. There's been some other really dumb glitches that people have found, like the Nemesis Chun Li glitch. But mm-hmm. suffice to say, yeah, there people are finding dumb stuff. But I just wanted to say, yeah, having played it, the netcode seems decent. Also, Convict was right about this. Million million dollars into Thor and Mighty Speech would never not be funny. <laughs> I just want, I'm waiting for any day someone mods Thor's speech into one of the, I guess, a wrestling promo. Like an actual promo. Just mod it in. Uh, I, this is my... Asgard is my yard now. <laughs> oh, God. My I, brother. Someone will mod Thor to Roman Reigns and I will hate him forever. I'm the big Asgard dog now. Fuck. You had to say charisma, so that's perfect. You can, yeah. you can do it. You make, you make, you make the I, I, I would be a better Roman Reigns than Roman Reigns. And uh, anyone could be a better hey. Roman Reigns. Hey, Miko. Hey! You have a game that I also played, but I'm going to let you talk about it first, because you played a lot of it, too. Yeah, so I hope you're ready for the next hour to be nothing but Cuphead talk. If by Cuphead talk you mean me telling you how to beat bosses you haven't gotten to yet, then yes. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm getting better. So, uh, Cuphead's out. After... Cuphead. Hey, wh- wait, wait, guys. Don't. Don't. No? Guys, guys. What? When's Cuphead? Uh, uh, Cuphead yesterday? was inside you all along. Cuphead's now. 
The answer is yesterday. Cuphead's anyway. right now. You can just go and play Cuphead now if you want. Anyway, I've been playing Cuphead, and it's really good, and I have a couple of problems with it, but we can talk about that later. Uh, generally speaking, it feels very good, with the exception of one thing. It looks very good. It looks great. Yeah. It, the style's fantastic. I mean, and, the animation yeah, is just... Yeah, just having a great time. Yeah. Oh, man. And the music? Oh, wow. Yeah, the music's excellent. Have you been in Dice Man's house yet? Yes, because I just got to Island 2. Oh, the Dice Man music, dude? <laughs> so They good. had that in the Jive uh, Quick Look, and that's really good. Yeah, the Dice yeah. Man is also... There's a meme going around, I'm just gonna let you know, of the Dice Man fucks your wife. And it's a really good meme. <laughs> that sounds like a bad meme, actually. No, he, just the fact that he has the look on his face of, like, <laughs> a, a dude who cucks you. Just, like, really funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I do have a couple of problems with this game. The first is the parry doesn't work when I want it to. Yeah. Which is a huge issue. Yeah. So if I try and parry right after I jump, it won't go. If I try and parry as I'm, like, coming down onto a platform, because that happens to be where the thing I need to parry is, it won't go. It's, like, it's I don't understand. It's as fuck. Just let me parry. This is, it's like, it's this game is hard enough with, if it just worked. <laughs> hey, have you ever tried being good at video games? God, why don't you become a games journalist? Jeez. Why don't you become a game boy? Very overqualified. I feel like there's this nightmare. The thing about Cuphead that's such a problem is that I want the parry button to not be the jump button. Yeah, that would be nice. If the parry button was just, like, a different button, that would be really helpful. And and maybe it's, you know, it's likely that it's intentionally that way because they don't want you parrying without jumping and stuff like that and, you know, whatever. But, man, yeah, it like, you literally cannot just jump and instantly parry. So a lot of the time you mm. get in these situations where it's like, you want to jump and parry something, right? And if you just if you don't jump early, for what which feels wrong, it doesn't feel like you should do right. That, but you but you have to you have to because you have to be in the air for some time before you can start the parry. Hmm. Like you can't you, like I, I the way that I would describe it is it feels like you can't do it while you're still going up in the jump. You you have to wait until you're like at the peak or going <laughs> down. That's what it seems like, yeah. Also, the other thing I've noticed is that uh, the parry seems to come out later than I'm expecting every mm -hmm, single time. Mm -hmm. So I have I have gotten hit by the projectile I am parrying and parried it on the same frame before. Yep. I have had that exact same thing happen to me. I don't understand why that happens. I just Can somebody explain this to me? I don't get it. Yeah, it's a little aux. Uh, and also, yeah. the other... I mean, this, you know, my complaint, my other complaint... Is that the dash button on Y is a shitty place to put that? I finally think I have come up with a, a sort of solution for this, which is I'm going to make Y. Because, so I had this discussion with Miko the other day. I tried to make left trigger into dash on my controller, and I'm using an Xbox Elite Xbox One controller on PC, okay? I can't make it work. No matter what I do, even though it'll say that it's left trigger minus for dash, when I press the button, it just doesn't happen. And I don't understand why, because I have a regular ass Xbox One controller right here, and it yeah. works perfect. I don't, I don't get it. I have it on right trigger. It's beautiful. I seriously don't know what to tell you, but I've tried it a number of times, and it doesn't work. So yeah. I came up with a new solution. I think what I'm going to do is switch weapon switch to Y from left bumper. Switch mm -hmm. hold yourself still from 
right bumper to left bumper, switch shoot from X to RB, and then switch super to X and from B and switch dash to B from Y. Because that way I can jump, shoot, and dash all at the same time. Okay, I mean, tell me how it goes. It's going to be weird at first, but... I, that is going to be weird. I think yeah. the big, my biggest problem that I've had so far uh, with the way the controls are is it's very hard to be jumping and shooting and holding down shoot and then do a dash because of where, the, where your thumb has to be and the way you have to do it. Uh, have you ever thought about using an Atari controller? No, I haven't, weirdly. Never what do you mean? That. That's it. That, that'll that let you jump and dash and shoot all at the same time. Oh, you're right. Because <laughs> it only has one button, get it? That's yeah. the joke. Yeah. <laughs> and then I could parry while I'm dashing. That would be cool. Yeah, that sounds great. So how far are you? You're. Uh, you... I've, beaten the f- I've beaten one boss on the second island. Okay, so which one? The genie. Yeah. Have you fought any other bosses on the second island yet? I fought the candy lady, and she was very difficult, and I got very close to the end, but I haven't beat her near yet. And that's when everybody showed up and was like, hey, we're ready to do the podcast, so I had to stop. Uh, can I ask you a question about the candy lady? Yes. Did you save Super until it's just the lady on the castle? Um, I didn't quite get that far. Okay, how far did you get into that fight? Uh, like the last, right before the last post? So probably that was the next stage. Oh, you were just fighting the candies still. That were yeah, whatever the, the fuck comes out of there, yeah. Which which ones were you having trouble with? Because there was one that gave me a lot of trouble. So the cupcake that slams down on the ground mm-hmm. was really annoying. And then there was, what was it? Not not the giant gumball, but like the gumball machine that shoots all the small gumballs. Those get hard to dodge. All right, so I can't. I don't know if I can help you with the gumball machine because... Oh, and the candy corn. Fuck the candy corn. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. so... I mean, I nobody can definitely... likes candy corn except me. I'll eat the candy corn. Give me the candy corn. The candy corn is literally trying to kill it's you. It's a nightmare. Is the difference. Uh, yeah. Have you ever eaten real candy corn? It's also trying to kill you. <laughs> I try I try to avoid it whenever I can. That's uh, Maurice's peanut butter cup man. So I can give you advice about the cupcake guy. The cupcake guy, he just goes and he tries to, to slam, but he doesn't try to slam you. He just keeps going like left to right, right? So just stand really far away from him, and if you stand far enough away, A, the shockwaves don't hit you, Yeah, and you can, like, dash if he's coming and you can just get out of the way. Uh, just ground dash. You don't need to air dash. And then if you stand far enough away, uh, you can shoot him horizontally with the regular gun when he's on the ground, and when he goes up in the air to slam again, you can tilt your gun at a diagonal and hit him while he's up in the air before he slams down. So you can kill him pretty quick doing that. Oh, I have I have the homing shot. Don't. don't oh, even. but the homing shot does no damage. All right, whatever. All right. But I can... So I needed it for the frog so that I could deal with the fucking platform shit while, and also do damage. Sure. But, but so, so I, I would recommend not using that for that fight, and the reason is because the castle also constantly spawns shit that you have to kill uh, yeah. while you're fighting them. So having a gun, the homing gun won't target that stuff right it'll only target the guy so no it'll, it'll target where if i'm pointed that way yeah but it doesn't do them. damage though. all right well whatever anyway whatever. the cupcake guy is fairly easy to deal with the gumball machine uh for me the thing that i did was i just had the um spread and i would literally just follow as close as i could to him because when you do that it's really hard for him like i wasn't getting hit almost at all by his little 
spray things and you kill him really super quick. But the candy corn, I have no advice. The run that I beat her on, he w- was not one of the ones that spawned. Because every time he spawned, I had no idea what I was supposed to do about him and I would just lose. Yeah, so also <laughs> that instead of getting into boss strategies for literally every boss in Cuphead, let's not do that. Yes. This this is a good segue into one of the things I don't like about Cuphead, and that is uh, the randomization elements. Ugh. Sometimes you're just fucked, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yep. In a lot of places. So, like, in the... There was the Zeppelin fight? Mm-mm. Like, like oh, The first God. air fight. Yeah, so if the first time you get in the plane, if you get the twins, you're good, because that's super easy to dodge. Oh, yeah. If you... So yeah, it's like, you always, I think it always gives you the bull the first round. Yep. I think. And there was, oh god, what was it? It definitely gives you the bull the first time, always. There was one more form that I had a lot of trouble with, and on the run where I finally beat it, that one did not show up. Yeah, it seems to me like there's a lot of that, where there's certain things that can spawn or happen that are just so much work. Like, with the genie boss that you were fighting, right? In the very yeah. in the very beginning of the fight, he can spawn a number of different things, and yeah, a lot of them are very difficult, and a lot of them are very easy. Some of them are really so, stupid, and then some of them are like, there's like one where he summons swords that's just like brain dead, and it's super easy. Yeah, and then if he if he sends out the cats that break into smaller cat beetles, then I'm like, no, right. And there's also the one where he opens the chest and just sprays a bunch of gems at you. That one's really bad too. That one's not too bad. Mm, that one's easier than the the cat bees. But that's like that's bad. like the middle difficulty one. Um, yeah. Also, so also in the genie boss, uh, there's at, right after that part. There's the fly through the the columns with the blades. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the blades are lined up in such a way where I have no choice but to take damage. Oh, I, that's not fair. I never took damage on that segment. I thought that segment was really easy because as long as you stay on the right side of the screen, like you just and also remember you can make your plane small when you hold Y, so you make your plane small and it moves faster, and I don't know, I, I literally never ever got hit on that segment, because... Yeah, well, and then there was, uh, so the treetop uh, running gun stage? That, yeah. At the very end, when there's that big bug that destroys the plat- platforms yep. out from under you? That can get real shitty real quick. I cheesed that entire segment by just saving super until I got to that, and then I did a super on him and shot him like three times and he died. So yeah, that's that's eventually how I did beat it. <laughs> I don't know how to tell you how to actually do that, because that's what I did. God, I was struggling with that one for so long. So yeah, a lot of this is not great. And also, um, so you made a wonderful video game about 1930s cartoons, uh-huh. and then you're presenting me cutscenes in a storybook format. Why are you doing that? <laughs> what is wrong with you? It's a cartoon. Just make a cartoon, please. That would have been like another 10 months under deadline. I know, but, like, I would have waited. I would have waited. I don't care. I would have been like, oh, I understand why this took an extra ten months, because th- we have this beautifully uh, animated cutscene. No, Yeah, but there. then right now, during our podcast, when we said, when's Cuphead, we'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when Cuphead will be. We'd be like Q2 2018. <laughs> yeah, the real reason they didn't do that is because they were pretty much already out of money and had remortgaged their homes oh, yeah. and were... Yeah, I know, but, like, I want I want it! Hey, I did you it. know there's no support for indie devs because capitalism yeah. is bad? I did know that. Um, and also, yeah, the animation in the fights is already so crazy that I it doesn't surprise me that I they... I can't really but, imagine they have, like I said, we had the money and the time to actually make full, like, animated features for, like, storybook stuff. It'd be nice, in, like, a future update, but we have the game. But, yeah, that... 
even despite all the number of frustrations and it being really hard and some bosses being jerks and RNG and Perry being shit. It's a very know. good game. It's like it sounds like there's a lot of complaints, but I have played even more of that game than Miko and it's really, really good. It's really good. You should play it. Yeah, so like even despite all of the things that I just said that I don't like, it's still really enjoyable and I'm I'm it's so it I don't normally pre order video games. I bought Cuphead like as soon as it went up on the Steam store and I don't regret it. Fuck the beginning of the bird plane boss though holy shit that shit's terrible i'm not that far yet no spoilers so i've always seen like videos and i guess you guys mentioned because you guys were pretty much playing last yesterday when i was doing stuff i want to play it i don't have the time to play it it's not it, like it's not very you long can play it in 15 minute chunks like probably but like I i'm probably gonna wait till after odyssey okay that's fair i guess if you ever get around to it once that game comes out mm. but yeah yeah Emails. Emails. Or should I say email? Because that's all we got is one. Well, I told you China's been slacking. Oh, you know China don't care. China don't care. That's the problem. Anyway, so the topic was what's the most unnecessary or pointless remake or re release? I got one. Let's just let's get this one sure. out there. This one comes in from uh, my good friend HT, who says, uh, what up, 2002's, Cabin Pe- 2002's Cabin Fever was remade <laughs> in 2016. Is that true? <laughs> All they really changed is making one of the cops a woman, and it has worse special effects. <laughs> <laughs> the film doesn't even have an original script. It took the original script, tore out a couple dozen pages, what? and filmed that. The rumor is Eli Roth, the writer and the director of the original, only allowed this film to be made just so that people would look fondly on the original, which, sorry Eli, it still sucks. I can't believe that. That's not real, I right? I can. I believe it. Let's go to IMDb. Let's, let's clear the air right now. How did I miss this? I am... I mean, they made an Evil Dead remake that was oh, yeah. really bad. Also, despite... serious. Despite your hatred, I'm not gonna lie, Miko, I'm pretty sure Cabin Fever is kind of a cult hit. I never, I never saw it, actually. I'm reading the email. Oh, okay. Well, sorry, HT, but... Actually, by the way, Cabin Fever is actually a 2002 movie. Yeah, the original was 2002, and they remade it in 2016. Ugh. Mike, saying it's a cult hit doesn't really mean much, because The Room's a cult hit, too. Yeah, because The Room's remember. fucking hilarious, so shut your fucking mouth. Uh, Samurai Cop is a cult hit, but that's actually a good movie. Is this fucking real? Hold on. Cabin this is real. No, 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 wait. Cabin Fever. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. Is that wait. the one where they put the guy's head in the microwave? Uh, uh, I'm reading the Wikipedia synopsis right now, so... About, but... I'm thinking of another movie involving cabins. If I remember correctly, this is the one that gets really meta for no reason. Um, But it's a horror movie about being in the woods. Uh, and teens. And but viruses. I'm looking at IMDb for Cabin Fever right now. Did you know that there was a Cabin Fever 2 and a Cabin Fever 3? I knew about the second one. Now, here's what's scary, is that there was a Cabin Fever 3 in 2014, and then there was a TV series in 2015, and then a year later, they remade the original film? Why? (laughs) Why would you do that? Just continue the series. Oh, man. Oh, never mind. The... (laughs) 
the TV series is about building log cabins for customers in various parts of the U.S. Oh, my. <laughs> okay, I don't think, I think that's maybe not related. I mean, there might the be original. some subtext to that. We don't know. You haven't seen it. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen it. So it might I guess be about right. building more cabins. So, uh, thank you to the one person engaged enough with this podcast to email me, um... We're gonna we're gonna go through our list right now. Man, that's fine. But there's no writer strong this time around, so why would you watch this? Man. I don't know. So uh I'm I'll start with mine. Uh-huh. Uh so you remember how like in the seventies there was that movie called The Poseidon Adventure? No. No. Well, okay, so great. In two thousand six <laughs> they remade it with uh Richard Dreyfus and uh it's really not that movie at all. It's really more like Titanic. What? But, like, the part of Titanic where the boat capsizes and everybody dies. What was the original about? Uh, the boat capsizing and everybody dying, except there was a lot more character development. Okay. And this one, the new one has no character de- development whatsoever, except that Richard Dreyfuss' character is gay, and also Fergie dies. Oh no, so, Fergie! Was, uh, yeah. was Poseidon the other ship that was the sister ship to the Titanic, or am I thinking of something else? Um, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I have about, no so. idea. All right, I'm crazy. Okay, cool. Boats. Boats are boats cr- crash sometimes into rocks and mermaids or something. Yeah, no clue. What, no clue what what relation this has to the Titanic. So I thought there was two boats and w- both of them crashed or something. I don't fucking know, man. I can't wait for a horror film remake of Titanic named Satanic. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. <laughs> Where's the Patreon? I'm going to support that right now. <laughs> uh, I'm not. You know, link, that, link that Kickstarter. Let's go. Oh, shit. I got to put a Kickstarter page up. Hold on. Let me get a... a... Also, you need, to, you need to call the Asylum right away, because they're going to eat this shit up. Let me get a triangle and an acoustic guitar so I can make a Kickstarter. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, that sounds bad to me. Yeah, so who else got one? Maggie, you, Maggie has one for oh, sure. Oh boy! Ah, uh, yep. Hold on. Let's uh, let's put this here so so I oh, can yes. look at it too. Miko showed me this yesterday. <laughs> hey, did you know Bubsy is hashtag verified? Everybody, hashtag Bubsy no, no, is uh, verified. Hashtag Bubsy is verified. Hashtag Bubsy is hashtag verified. Does that mean that Bubsy can tweet two hundred and eighty characters at any moment? I hope not. <laughs> so can I. You can't stop me. <laughs> Bubsy's gonna hack the internet. Uh, basically, uh, Bubsy is back for some reason, and I still can't figure out why. And when someone does genuinely figure out why Bubsy's back, please tell me so I can just know why. I thought we talked about this. It was me. Is this real? Is this not real? I don't... Oh, it's I don't real. Know what's happening? It's it's all. Too is this real. like gonna come out like Sony's gonna be like, haha, we memed you? Sony released that shitty Black Tiger game. They don't give a shit. So I have an idea, That's right? True. Now that Cuphead's out, you can't really say when's Cuphead anymore. So uh-huh. how about instead, we if you start say a new what trend. I think you're about to say, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna stab you with the pencil you're teaching me to hold at AGBQ. <laughs> Also, I can still say when's Cuphead, it just won't mean anything anymore. <laughs> now say when's Bubsy. Hey, uh, <laughs> what kind of Pokemon do you think Bubsy fucks? Charizard. Uh-huh, everyone fucks Charizard. There really is no other fuckable Pokemon, huh? Charizard's hot, because he's a fire type. <laughs> Boom. I'm more of a Squirtle dude, because Squirtle has sunglasses, and that's pretty cool. 
Well, Squirtle. Squirtle. Am I right? Squirtle. Uh-huh. Yeah, we get it. He squirts when you fuck Last him. Last my ass, my dude. Oh, my God. Wartortle is my favorite Pokemon, though, so... Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't tell you why they're making another Bubsy game because Bubsy is pretty bad. It's basically Sony. For I, I keep saying it because I, I genuinely think it's why. And Sony like saw Bubsy become a meme, and they think that means Sony, people want you, another why, one. Why are you saying Sony? They're not involved. Isn't it Sony? No. Isn't it? No. Who the fuck I don't is think it? So it's, I think it's called, it's called Accolade. It's Bubsy. <laughs> Accolade cannot fucking still be around. They they cannot be around still. Bubsy himself saw he was becoming a meme and realized he had a chance. Who the fuck saw Bubsy become a meme and resurrected his dead ass? Bubsy. Bubsy saw Bubsy becoming a meme. How many times have we said Bubsy in this podcast? More than enough. I know it's not Sony, but who owns it's Bubsy? Accolade. That's the question right now. I mean, I know Accolade was the original no, company. No, it is, it is, it is Accolade. On the Steam page, it says Accolade for developer. You, oh. You guys should know, by the way. They're still around? Okay. Oh, actually, it's not. So, Artists. I want to tell you something. Mm-hmm. Bubsy the Woolies Strike Back is the name of the game. Yeah. Uh, it's coming... At, October 31st, 2017 of this year. And so am I. And Bubsy is a registered trademark of Billionsoft Hong Kong Limited. Oh, it's one of these situations. So I don't know what that means to you. Yeah, because it says the publisher is Tomo. And I don't know what Tomo is. I'm looking at the Steam page. Since developer is a whole different thing. Black Forest game. I'm okay, so literally looking. Oh, they published Sid Meier's Pirates, so that's a video game that I've heard of. I'm on Bubsy.com right now, Game Bun, oh. and it's saying Bubsy is a registered trademark of Billionsoft Hong Kong Limited. Okay, then Steam has lied to me. I want to point out on the wiki page that it says Tomo is the publisher, and the last game they've made besides uh, this Bubsy game is Bubsy Twofer. Yeah, so it's just. Yeah, well, they're just, they're just SNES games. That was in scene. 2015, though. What the fuck? That's not a. That wasn't a new game. That was just a port. A, that, that was just a piece. Super they're Nintendo the ones games. that fucking brought it to Steam. We need to yep. leave this Bubsy talk behind now. We need to leave Bubsy in a ditch. The, the more you good. talk about Bubsy, the more he becomes relevant. That's how it works. I'm... Don't worry. Don't worry. The first episode we do in November, we'll have plenty to say about Bubsy once we've all played this good, good video game that's coming out, right? Yeah, because nope. I'm gonna give money to play Bubsy. You're right. Stop! I'm gonna do mine now. Number one, AM2R shots fired. Wow. <laughs> Podcast is canceled. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> That's why they put that season desist out because it wasn't necessary. Done. Yeah, Easy. Yeah, all we made fuckers. Number two, FF7, and that's not even out yet. That game is not as good as everyone's remembering, and a remake is going to prove it. Shots uh, fired that twice. That game is never going to come out. <laughs> Actually, bad. Mike, Final Fantasy VII uh, looks neat, and the story's bad. So that's... yeah, that's my point, though. Is like you could have picked you could have picked any Final Fantasy with a good story and remade that, but they chose Final Fantasy VII. Hopefully, <laughs> while they're remaking it, they realize, hey, we can fix the story a little bit and make it not as bad. Nah, there's no way to do that, sorry. Because that shit falls apart real quick. Three, and this is my real one, Ultra Street Fighter 2 for the Switch. Guess what? We've had enough Ultra Street Fighter 2 remakes. They literally remade it into HD Remix, which is 
basically the version that if you want a new version of Street Fighter 2, you should have just gotten that. And by the way, they just stole the HD remix sprites for this game. So this is literally just HD remix, but with some equally bad balance changes implemented into it. And then they put it on the Switch. It was just worthless because nobody's actually going to care. Although I will say this game apparently sold better than Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. I think it's but... just as more than fucking pocket. <laughs> but but uh, that is is Ultra Street Fighter Two the one where Europe. you can fight a car. In all of them, you can fight a car. Also, they oh. gave Chun Li a dragon punch, which is some dumb shit. And when you play as Vega and you're on Vega's stage in Ultra Street Fighter Two, and you do his flying Barcelona, you can land on the wall. Just like when he's a CPU, and then hang on the wall for a while, and then jump off. And that is some dumb shit. Oh, and Akuma's still broken. So this game is garbage. I played it, and it's stupid and dumb, and I hate it. <laughs> and that's all three of mine. Now. Akuma, the tradition. Let's move on. I'm, I'm guessing you don't have one game on, since you don't have one on here. I didn't think it won. And... That's fine. Alright, I'll think of one for you real no, quick. No, no, uh, no, no. No, we need to move on, because we're, we're approaching the mark where I want to keep it under. Yes, so. now, we're going to talk about next week. So, next time on the email segment, Splatfest ideas. What's your ideal Splatfest? Because, uh, apparently in Europe, they're getting, uh, correct toilet paper and incorrect toilet paper. And I'm going to intentionally leave it vague so that you don't know which one I think is correct. But that being said, correct is the over method. And if you think anything else, you're a fucking plebeian. No, yeah, 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 for real. Okay. <laughs> You've ruined my joke, so now I have to just own it. I mean, correct <laughs> is actually uh, bringing a hose through the window in your bathroom and just using that, you know? You know, they have bidets now. I... <laughs> or you could just do what my brother does and never replace the toilet paper. Yeah, if you want to be real about it, the correct way is you just put the roll next to the toilet. <laughs> yeah, you put, you just put the put the roll on the windowsill. Yep, same. <laughs> this picture exactly. perfectly. You just just take it through the middle. Yeah, right in the center. Okay, so uh, you can email your Splatfest ideas to podcast at burndownthesandcastle.info. And please email me, please. I can't just have one person responding every week. It's killing me. If I don't start getting emails, I might have to rethink how this segment works. So, uh, and I don't want to do that because that's effort. Yeah. So, uh, let's kick it into worst thing on the internet. So what you guys got for me? Yeah. I'm going to start because this is something that we're going to talk about with multiple people. Uh, first, this is not the thing. Why did they bring Will and Grace back? Uh, to reinforce horrible gay stereotypes from 1998 is my guess. I think it's because the people who play Will and Grace needed money. Okay, also probably that. <laughs> I'm now going to read a tweet about Will and Grace that summarizes Will and Grace. Grace, the girl Will, I need a husband. Karen, I have alcoholism, please don't talk to me, the one who isn't Will. Jack, we all live in New York. <laughs> and that's basically that show in a nutshell. I mean, I gotta say NBC is just desperate. If this show gets good ratings, then... I've already lost faith in America, so I guess I can't really lose it again, but then I know we're in the dark dimension and going to hell. <laughs> Alright, here's the test. If it gets better ratings than the premiere of Young Sheldon. Oh, oh God. Don't remind me. Don't you me. can't say that, though, because Young Sheldon is also so bad that surely... <laughs> well, it already premiered and it already got good good ratings, yeah. so... Yeah. Okay, maybe you're right, then. It happened. It, it's already out there. You can't... Now you have to Bazinga. It's that no, it's out there. No, it's don't done. ever say that word to me. <laughs> Bazingers. Bazingo. Zimbabwe. 
All right. Spe- instead of talking about that, let's talk about a good. Well, good. Well, well, I enjoyed I, it. Yeah. it was, <laughs> that way. This is still kind of the worst thing on the internet, which is why I'm gonna bring this update into here. I finished. I watched all of, and there's not that much. It's actually only six episodes. And it ends in a really weird way, and I wish... Oh my god, it ends so weird! It feels like they didn't have budget or something to do a 12-episode season, and were planning to do that originally, because the last episode seems rushed. Hmm. But I finished Neo Yokio, a.k.a. Jaden Smith's Twitter nightmare, the show. (laughs) Jaden Smith's Toblerone Emporium. And some other, yeah, Jaden Smith's uh, Caprese Boy vomitorium aka helena saint tessero is my fucking hero (laughs) (laughs) so miko and also game well game one watched one episode and miko watched a bunch of episodes of the show i I finished it a couple of hours oh you finished it oh man man, yeah uh this show man i don't know i don't know that i could call it good but i love that it exists there's some it kind of you know how, so, the last time I, I talked about this, I had only seen the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the the first two episodes are very, like... Uh, the second episode is where it starts to kind of open up and have, like, more of an actual overarching plot, so to speak. Yeah, because like, the first episode is all the same thing. It felt like it. The first ep- yeah, the first episode is very self-contained. Uh, and the second episode is mostly self-contained, too, in my opinion. But... From the second episode onwards, they start to have this really weird, like, yeah, this there's a side character who gets introduced in the first episode, Helena St. Tessero, fashion blogger. Yeah, she was, like, extraordinary. at the very end of the episode. Yeah, she's secretly the best character in the show, she, I'm not gonna lie. She secretly turns into a DSA member at the end of the second episode, or, well, like, in the beginning of the second episode, and then she, her, her whole plot line rev- and revolves around her, and... It, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. There's so basically, she goes from being a fashion blogger to somebody who fucking hates capitalism with a burning a passion, the way I do. Yeah. So, love you, love you, Helena. You keep doing what you're doing. Well, I I appreciate the effort. Just to, I want to I want to go in this fresh. Uh, we're not going to spoil too much. Okay. What I will say is that there's some really good memes in this show. Like. I'll I'll give them credit where credit is due. Caprese Boy is amazing. Yes, so good. The stuff with the robot butler later on is really good. Oh my god, that reveal is so good. I can't even tell you what it is. And it's so good. the stuff with the Remembrancer and the musical stings is super funny. The Remembrancer is fucked up. His eyebrows are blue. Dude, it's wild. The mu- I can't deal with it. The musical stings? Oh man. And then he's got, he's got his vape! He has his vape! Oh yeah, oh my god. Well, alright, alright, we're done, we're done. But... I, um, all I've heard since, uh, since we talked about it was they did a a thing that I doubt they're gonna do well, somehow. Yeah, I, I mean, they kind of can't, right? Like, I, so that's the thing about this show, is like, it's not good. They did the generic, (laughs) like, oh, someone turns into a girl thing. What do you mean? What? Oh, yeah, yeah, so. thing that happened? No, there's like yeah, there's a there's a sort of bit in one episode where uh one of one of the main dudes who's I'm name trying I can't not remember. to spoil it. It's Lexi and uh Gilfoil or something. Lexi and something. Anyway, they turn 
there's a transformation thing that happens to them, and one of them turns into a girl. But they actually, the way that they deal with it is really interesting, in my opinion. I've heard it's really bad. It's and not. I believe it's actually it's not. Really bad. I don't. It's not though. It's really not. It's Who actually told you that. It's actually really. It's interesting the way that they deal with it. Because at first, it it, it it sort of is, but then. <laughs> the way that the character deals with it becomes like sort of legit. And man, the show is so weird. Like half of the writing is this really crazy pretentious stuff. And then half of it is like, they brought in a literal like millennial DSA member and they were like, no, you need to put this in and this in <laughs> don't reinforce gender <laughs> stereotypes and fuck capitalism. And like, Oh man, it's so weird. It, it's kind of communism forever. <laughs> I, I can't picture the show doing well just because I have no idea who the audience for this show is. But at the same time, like, I Well, I it's wish... people posting Toblerone memes now. Yeah. That's the audience. True. But I w- that's what's happened here. I wish there were six more episodes of this show because it feels like it was rushed. Maybe right it might get a season two. Maybe. I, I kind of hope that happens. I don't picture that ever happening, but I kind of hope it does. I feel like we're the sh- we're we're the shit on Netflix against two seasons. You never know. It can't. That be, is true. They can't be that expensive to produce this show. Yo, the fact they made a well, second season I... of Sense Eight, and that show costs a lot of money to make. Uh, I'm surprised that they that they made a second season of that. So. Just maybe. They also keep trying to recommend me that show Big Mouth with the really ugly oh, characters, and I'm God. like, no, I'm not gonna watch okay, that. Right. We How can't. About, we can't get into Netflix. I just scroll Rex. down. Yeah, let's. We'll just do a segment next week called "What's on Netflix." But that's sh- yeah, that show's kind of crazy. You should maybe check it out. I'll, if... I'll try and watch the rest of it this week. I want. We should finish with game months, in my opinion. So, Maggie, what's your worst thing? What's well, my worst thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tell me about it. Tell me about this nine-second video clip. Now, do you know uh, anything about our next president of the United States? Mm -mm, Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, I don't. Uh uh, You you mean Donald Trump again? You say, like, uh uh-uh, but... (laughs) (laughs) That guy right there? (laughs) So, uh, there's a little video where uh, Mark Zuckerberg tries to show everybody just how human he is. And in it, uh, one, let, let's just go, like, a little bit of a frame-by-frame of this, alright? So the toaster goes up, uh, he grabs one piece of well, toast. Well, let's start off, wait, 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 you gotta start from the beginning. Mark Zuckerberg is in a perfect kitchen. Uh-huh, a perfect kitchen. And he is looking absolutely delighted that his toast has, <laughs> has come yes, up he, out of he the is, like, the happiest he's ever been to see this toast pop up, and so he grabs one piece of toast, and then in the next shot, both are on the plate somehow. I don't know how that happened. Well, that, that's just bad editing. That's, that's and, not and his then, fault. Uh, th- then he just takes a, a piece of dry toast <laughs> and emotionlessly bites into <laughs> it and just stares off into the void while he no, chews okay, dry bread. No, okay, the problem bread. with this... The problem with this video is the way he is chewing the bread. I want you because he takes way too big of a bite and then chews it with his mouth open. I can't. Ex- he cannot be a real person. I can't explain this because just looking at him, he takes just a big old bite out of this dry ass toast and just has no expression on his face while he chews this dry bread. No, his expression is like Stepford Housewives happy, where it's like somebody gave you a pill or told you they will murder you if you're not allowed to be happy. <laughs> I've got it. You know what? You know what his face is like. Yeah. You ever seen a squirrel eat something? Yeah, it's like that. 
Yeah, it's like that. But but for me, the thing that's the most disturbing is go to five seconds in this video, and then just pause. Okay. Okay. All right. Five seconds. Yep. I'm he's here. just holding. So he's like, this is from some promotional video where he's talking, I guess, and this leaked out. And at at five seconds, he's just frozen, holding a piece of toast at his at chest level, smiling open mouthed at the camera while holding a piece of toast. And yeah, he looks like a lizard person. <laughs> he looks alien. Like when people are like, the Illuminati is actually a bunch of lizard people that control the world. This is why they think that, because they <laughs> see shit like this, and they're like, you can't be a human. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't think he's going to be president if he eats toast like that. I mean... I can think of some other reasons why he's not going to be president. I don't. I don't know if to- eating toast the way that you eat toast is pretty important to being president. I he, guess. he needs to run with probably. it. See how he does. I don't know for sure. Uh, yeah. There's others. I there's... prefer. I would so prefer if he didn't. I can't wait for the toasters real. that toast his face onto your toast so you can eat your toast. Gross. With his the, face on it. There's been other photos and stuff that have been leaking also of other parts of the shoot, I guess, and they're all equally disturbing and it's weird. <laughs> And awkward. And Miko, what's your worst thing that you've seen? Alright, so, um, I actually have two. Okay. So, I saw something yesterday. Okay. So, let's talk about the one that's in the show notes first. Okay. So. So, cops are trying to be my friend, and I don't like it. (laughs) Yeah. So, yes. So, for some reason, some cops have staged a photo they wanted to go viral of Pennywise luring them into the sewer with donuts. (laughs) Except the cop on the far left just looks like he's posing for a regular photo. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, I think, the worst thing. So, that's that's not actually that bad compared to what I did see. Which is, uh, so, do you remember my worst thing on the internet last week? Uh, Yeah. It gets worse. Well, I mean, you should tell, just in case somebody hasn't listened to that episode. So, uh, Ben Garrison has done political cartoons that are very, uh implied bad. to be erotic uh-huh. no they're not implied to be they're bad political cartoons that accidentally are super erotic for four he likes four to draw furries. political cartoons of thick furries i'm sorry what yes don't listen to the last episode keep going <laughs> yeah so this gets worse in that i was uh looking for something to crank my hog to uh, and i happened to cross an edit uh. of that image <laughs> where the dog now has a big old honking penis uh Alright, everybody, how are you doing? Welcome to Daddy's Confession Hour. So I don't like that this has happened. I'm very upset. And uh, that's what I got. So let's uh, let's end with a palate cleanser, shall we? Uh, okay. Oh, it's my turn. Are we done yeah, with the turn. furry thing? Yes, we're very done. Into another furry thing. Well, we can think about it. Uh, we're going... Talent okay, okay, okay. So, sometime last weekend at, TG, at TGS, you were looking for something to crank your hog to. Depends on what you're trying to crank it to. Yep. So they announced a little, they announced a little collaboration with the, um, so Sonic Forces X Hooters Japan, and you can see that uh-huh. picture with Sweet Sonic hanging with the babes. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> but but what are those babes wearing? What's on their shirt? It's, it's an owl. It's a nice owl. Yeah, but what oh. about the first guy on the right? What the but fuck? Wh- like, but wait, where's that owl from? It's Hooters. It's fucking Hooters. What else do you want me to say? 
Well, you have to say that because we're on a podcast. Right. People don't know this that. is an audio format. I would figure Hooters Japan would have made sense. You know, whatever. But yeah, they have the collaboration with Hooters in Japan only. I thought this is going to go anywhere else above that. So, aside from that, people have been taking the... So, so people heard that Sonic and Hooters are doing a collab, and they got excited. <laughs> mm, can't wait to fuck some wings. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, so, so Fanart got posted around, and I've been loving all the weird shit that's been coming out of it. Oh, my God, these pictures. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we'll really quickly just mention these. The first one is an excellent image of every single Sonic character you could picture. Uh, there's Silver, Tails, Shadow, and Sonic all being... Uh, and Big the Cat. All being Dirty Hooters boys, while R- Rouge the Bat, Blaze the Cat, and Amy are all very happy about it. They look like they're at a Chip and Nails. But <laughs> Knuckles is not happy. I don't know, he seems very happy. My question is, who is this in the bottom left? Oh, that's the villain for the Sonic Forces. Oh, okay. Yeah, he wants to fuck okay. Shadow. Who doesn't? Yeah, because Shadow, Shadow's... I don't like how Shadow's looking at me in this. Yeah. Tails' face is how I feel. <laughs> Shadow, wants, Shadow wants to fuck. Shadow wants to fuck. The second image is a... This reminds me, actually, of Peanuts, the way that this is drawn. The second yeah, one. like, it's very simplistic, but I just love the way it's drawn together. Like, sort of, you know, Charlie Brown style. Mm-hmm. Uh... Knuckles munching on some chicky while fucking Rouge the Bat serves him a drink and looks very unhappy about it. And finally, (laughs) Sonic begging Shadow, Shadow, please come back to our side. And Shadow says, why would I do such a thing? And then it's an image of everybody dressed in Hooters uniforms. From Sonic Forces looking I like how up. classic Sonic is in the background and he just looks really confused. I would also be really confused, to be honest. Also, I think classic Sonic might not be old enough to work at a Hooters, so that's... <laughs> I actually, mean, Tails sure as fuck isn't, but... Technically, classic Sonic is older than regular Sonic, right? So maybe yeah. he is old enough. That's the fuck up. I mean, I guess, when you think about it. So this also... This is also missing the one image that I saw that I can't find anymore, where uh, Metal Sonic was in a Hooters oh, outfit. Oh, I, 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 no. I have that one. Hold on. Oh, good. Please add it to the show notes so we can add it to the uh, I'll add podcast. to the show notes. But yeah, yeah, I know but, exactly but, where it is. But the podcast is over now. No, no, I need to see the robot. We need to end on the robot. Yeah, you'll see it Fine. after. Send, send the robot I'm in. I'm going to assume this is the one you're talking about. Let me see where the fuck is it. It's in show notes. There. I'm gonna have to cut out all this part where we're waiting to see the robot. Just see so you. Know. Got it. Yeah, that's the one. Uh-huh. All right. The, the fuck. He's bot. very upset about his tip. <laughs> Metal fuckbot. Fuck the robot. But yeah, do everyone knows what yeah. the hell they're actually trying to actually collaborate about? I think he would just say like promotional things, like cups and shit like that. I um don't I want think to know. Sega knows what they're trying to do right now. Like I, I don't yeah, know like because I, I don't know like how classy a uh, fucking Hooters in Japan is compared to like you know here in the states. You know like McDonald's is a lot technically and not nicer looking. Than, like, this. Let me tell you how classy Japan is. Their trains are so bad that they have to come up with women only cars so that women don't get molested on the train. Then there you go. Then that's so oh <laughs> uh, yeah, J- Japan's well, kind of bad with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, but you know what? I just think Sega. I just think Sega doesn't know what to do now that they they've had one successful Sonic game come out in the last ten years. God, oh. I think every Sega CEO is doing a lot of cocaine again, and they're just like, "Yo, let's do a collab with Hooters." 
What the fuck? Is, what the fuck is a Sonic? And I think that this podcast is over. Yes. Yes, the podcast is over. So everybody, uh, go get home. the fuck out. Get the fuck. Go out. get some wings. Get out of my get house. Out. Get out. Get Just out. Get out. Podcast Leave. over. So uh, thank you for listening. Uh, if you like the show, spread it around. Tell your friends because we have no way of advertising at the moment. True. Uh, if you have a good Splatfest idea, send it into podcast at burndownthesandcastle at dot burndown.sandcastle at info. <laughs> what? <laughs> Burn <laughs> Am down, I having a stroke? Burn down the sandcastle dot info. Yes, you can go to that website to subscribe also if you want. If you're not subscribed already, what are they subscribing to, Miko? YouTube, probably. <laughs> the podcast. That was that was the pitch. That was you were supposed to sell them on it. And uh, yeah. And also, it's International Podcast Day, so happy Podcast Day. Keep it classy. Yeah. Bye. Uh, don't do that. Do the opposite Bye. of that. Go to no, go to a Hooters. Dressed as Sonic let me the end the episode. This whole episode is gonna be right audio, right ear audio only. Bye. <laughs> no, if you do that, I'll kill you. Episode seven. <laughs>